friends. Mm -hmm. What did he say? He cussed me out and hung up the phone. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Jim Watkins with a PIX News special report. We are getting word of a U.S. Airways plane crash in the Hudson River. Uh, you're taking a look now at the Hudson River. To give you some perspective here, this shot is coming from the New Jersey side, headed back over toward Manhattan. Now, if we pull out just... It's uh, near 42nd Street, uh, um, and I think very near the Intrepid Sea, Air, and Space Museum, which you can actually see a little bit in the background right there. If you look right in the middle of your picture, you will see what all the attention is going toward, even, it appears, coming from tourist ferries, which have it surrounded. It looked to be a U.S. Airways jet about commuter jet size, not a full-size commercial airliner. The plane seems to be sinking into the Hudson right now. If you look up at the top of the screen, you can see... Yo, Gut Buckets, I'm really happy for you. I'm going to let you finish. But Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time. One of the best videos of all time. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name's Joey. I'm Andrew. And I'm Allie. And this is episode number 270. We're going back to 2009 for our year in review. 15 years ago, kind of nauseating. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> Some of this stuff feels like it just happened. Just happened. Oh. I mean, I just saw these movies. <laughs> yeah. It's like that meme where it's like 1990 is 10 years ago, you know? Yeah, yes, yes. For, for us. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, yeah, it's a really strange feeling. Um, Allie, we always like to start with who who were you in 2009? What was what was happening? Yeah, um, so originally I was gunning for that 2005 spot, um, but I'm actually <laughs> very glad to have landed on 2009 because it was a very consequential year for me. Um, a lot of changes. I was just graduating college, um, starting teaching, and then um, I had left my death metal band that I was in at this time and, and migrated towards uh, some bluegrass. Wait, 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 yeah, wait! No, you're you're going you're going so fast. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there, Ellie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So you're in a. What did you play? Um, I was the lead vocalist in my my death metal band. Oh, nice. Are yeah. you willing to reveal the name of this this band? <clears throat> sure. Yeah. Um. So we were called Boy Named Sue. Um, oh. I love and that. we, if you want, if you want to hear it, all you do is Google Reverb Nation and okay. Boy Named Sue in the same Google search. It'll pop up and you can hear our EP. Hell yes. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Because that was like the thing in 2009 was to promote your band was Reverb Nation. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and then I also met my wife this year. We started dating and we've been together since. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Pretty big year. Yeah. Andrew? I know you left your uh, death metal band too, right? Yeah, <laughs> got that right. Um, this my main life thing was graduating college this year. Yeah, yeah, uh, same. Yeah, so that was good. Yeah, <laughs> I guess yeah. <laughs> good and also like uh, now life. What? Yeah, yeah, like earth yeah. shaking in that way. Like, yeah. what am I gonna do? Yes. Yeah. 2009 was, yeah, the year I graduated from college. Um, 
the year I got my first uh, professional job. Um, kind of a like if in retrospect, it feels like a very unstable year. I'm sure because of the graduation and like the uncertainty of the job and but in many other ways, too, it felt like. I don't know, I guess when you graduate college, it's a kind of a big like, who am I type thing? Like, what am I going to do now? Um, because like you kind of have to sink or swim on your own. And so 2009 has that kind of feeling for me. And I, I've been trying to put my finger on this year, but I can't quite do it. And culture, culturally, I, you know, it's, I'm not sure there's a ton that really helped me decide one way or another. I mean, do you, what, have, how, how are you guys feeling about 09 culturally? Uh, I feel pretty good about it. I feel like after a few years of like trying to find some footing again, um, things have kind of like begun to shift into like the better direction, like more stuff coming out again. That's good. You think I'm like pawn stars or? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that was my main one. (laughs) Forget hardcore pawn. Like. that discussion (laughs) (laughs) what what about you ali like do you have are you are you feeling uh, what do you feel about this year in general yeah um i i i think there might be a deeper discussion on events than maybe we Mm. uh, might anticipate Mm -hmm. um but like as far as pop culture goes it's a pretty exciting year for me at least there's a i was very excited to talk music um and you know i maybe maybe not a ton of tv shows but the ones that i really like that are there i really like yeah um yeah same with movies so yeah Mm -hmm. okay all right all right well andrew uh what are our topics for 2009 um we're gonna be talking movies tv shows albums songs video games books and events yeah i feel like pretty soon we should add like apps or something this might be for it. Yeah, this is kind of the start of like some popular ones, but um, might come up again. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Allie, as our guest, where what category would you like to start in? Um, if yeah, if we're going right into it, I think uh, I I think event. I want to kind of set the tone for the year. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Yeah. Nice. Um. Well, <laughs> I, you know. I, <laughs> Trying to somewhat stay away from political stuff just because it's so big. But uh, so my my thing for this year is ad block being created. Mm. Uh, And I feel like if you're not using ad block by now, come on. (laughs) Um, It's just so good. So useful. Probably like the single most useful app type thing that I've downloaded in the last 15 years. Um, I don't think I have this. What is this? Like, I know what it is, but like, what do you use it on your computer, your phone? Um, I mostly use it on my computer, but I think you can get it on your phone. Okay. Maybe it's more for PC users. Possibly. I mean, I think I'm pretty sure you can get it on your phone. I guess the problem is like, I don't know how it works with like the YouTube app. If it's on my computer, I can... You know, I use this to not have to watch YouTube ads. I don't know if, like, mm. they've come up with a way to do that inside another app. Probably not. But 
Um, it's just so good. <laughs> Add block. <laughs> One of those things you don't think about, but it's it is like vital. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. maybe just don't appreciate it as much as you should. Yeah, if you're not yeah. thinking about it, like it's doing its job. <laughs> <laughs> Adblock's going to have to pay you here, Andrew. <laughs> Andrew, if you had to guess, how many languages is Adblock available in? Uh, 50. Holy cow. Yeah, 51. Wow. Wow. <laughs> okay. I like it. I like it. Adblock. Uh, I feel like whatever Allie's about to hit us with is gonna <laughs> is going to make Adblock look um i don't know, I don't know. cheapish <laughs> um I, I think the most significant event from 2009 was the inauguration of president obama sure first black president sure prepared to take the oath senator i am i barack hussein obama i do barack, solemnly swear i barack hussein obama do solemnly swear that i will execute the office of president to the united states faithfully that i will execute the off- faithfully, the pres- office of president of the, the United States. The office of president States, of the United States faithfully. And will, to the best of my ability. And will, to the best of my ability. Preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. Preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. So help you, God. So help me, God. Congratulations, Mr. President. Yeah. I know we, and we touched in 2008, like first elected, but it's official. It's here. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. going to work. Um, pretty monumental. Thing that we got to witness in our in our lifetime yeah um, yeah yeah and looking back on this year it was like it's kind of crazy to think about like gay marriage hadn't been um passed yet <laughs> you know and yeah and federally and um it's just it's wild that like that long it's not that long ago but we were still so far behind like there were still states like that had like uh, they were just banning cigarette smoke in like bars and restaurants. And stuff, you know, like it's yeah, it's a, it's a weird transition of like uh, era. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I mean I really I just well, I was, so I was actually supposed to be at the inauguration. I had a ticket. Whoa. Um, so I'm you know uh, a very close friend at the time was living in Washington D.C. Uh, she had uh, procured our Ohio um, uh, our inauguration tickets, which are really competitive to get. But the inauguration fell on my first day of this like graduation program from college. So I kind of had to like make this decision and mm. uh, I, I decided not to like skip out on the first day of this program. Um, I don't know if I regret it or not. You know, it's just kind of like one of those impossible decisions. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, it all, it all turned out, but um, yeah, just like that whole week um, was kind of a big week, which I'll touch on in a second. That's a really tough call, right? Like historical moment, important part of your career in life. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Um, I think either way, like just seeing it happen was monumental and impactful for, oh, for our generation, at least. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's like kind of like that's the moment really for this year for here at least. Not ad block. Uh, well, you know I do, <laughs> <ad> block, but <laughs> it maybe didn't affect the world quite as broadly. Yeah, 
You know, one thing I did note this year that I thought was kind of strange in connection to Obama is that he won the Nobel Peace Prize. And it's not that like, I, I don't like dislike Obama or th- nothing like that. Nothing like that. It just felt like a little like trigger happy on on it. Like, like maybe give him more than nine months. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can see what you're saying. Like, um, not much you can do in that first year of a presidency in a lot yeah. of ways. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Obama being sworn in was also Ted's pick, uh, Joseph's pick. Um, so a couple people shouted it out. Yeah. Um, my, my event, which was also Vince's, uh, happened the same week, uh, five days prior. And this is, of course, the miracle on the Hudson. Sullenberger, baby, <laughs> landing that plane in the river. Who could forget? Uh, you know, obviously they went on to make an iconic Tom Tom Hanks film <laughs> called Sully. Um, um, you know, I don't think I even heard of this until the movie. Are you kidding me? No, I don't. I, I don't know. I missed it. It was like the biggest news, wasn't it? It was pretty big. Okay. I want to make sure I'm not delusional here. I feel like it was like a pretty defining thing of the year. The plane in the river. Um, yeah, it sounds like it seems like a big deal. Oh, yeah. I mean, this guy, he's definitely a hero. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of one of those like fun, cool, weird stories. And I was trying to think of like, you know, Obama's obviously right up there as far as like what you would think of when you think of defining moments that inauguration is pretty unforgettable. Michelle's dress, unforgettable. <laughs> uh, but um, then like, you know, second to that to me in my head was like, well, you know, Sully on the river, people standing on the wings of the plane. Like that's an that's kind of an iconic, memorable image from that year. Um, yeah. 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 Did you no. see the movie? Did you guys see that movie? No. No, I'm not a big Tom Hanks fan. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, my God. You're right. We got to get, well, oh, oh, my God. I don't even know. His voice. I, he can't turn really? it off. You know? Really? Mm-hmm. Like Woody? You don't like Woody? I, it, I just, I, it's hard for me to, like, see him do any role because like, it's just Tom Hanks. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really feel like he's changing a lot of who he is. <laughs> sure to adapt to a character and he gets cast in everything yeah yeah <laughs> i just yeah. watched that thing you do and mm-hmm. i mean that's a good directorial debut mm-hmm. totally rips i won't fight you on that <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh i don't know i just like if he was batman he'd be like i am the knight you know like he just won't <laughs> turn off the voice so. except for forrest gump i guess right like yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> um okay yeah so uh we got ad block obama and miracle on the hudson i do have one thing to say about the sully sullenberger thing sure it just it's it's probably my favorite from promo in all of pro wrestling it was recently but if you google dalton castle and sully sullenberger it's one of my favorite promos of all time so that's all that's all i'm gonna give you guys to just that's it oh okay go watch it um all right, excellent. Uh, before we move on, guys, come on. Oh, no. It's time. It's time for your... <laughs> All right, so Dino Facts, uh, 
This is, uh, you know, in the year of our 44th president, Barack Obama, we have 44 dinosaurs that were discovered this year. Um, We have the Heloceratops. We have the Lemuceres. We have the Tawa, the Xanabazar. We have Kohl, K-O-L. We have the Quanlong, uh, the Minoterosaurus. Um, So pretty, pretty strong year for dinosaurs. Um, I don't know. Any feelings yeah, there? Yeah, pretty incredible. Yeah, 44. These, na- yeah. these names seem like they're all over the place. Do they follow any sort of um, a lo- like structure? A lot of it, well, obviously if it's a Saurus or a Tops, um, Long, uh, those are all you uh, know, families. Scientific. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and some of it depends on like where it's discovered. If it's Asia, America, mm-hmm. Europe, um, I'm not sure about the like really short ones, Cole, Tawa. I mean, Xana Bazaar is really a strange one. <laughs> so no, I, I guess my, the long answer is I'd have to look into that. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know what? You know what else I was thinking, Andrew? No. You know you, what we should have been doing this whole time is we should have been looking at time person of the year. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> like we of course 2006 was the iconic you with the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, 2009. What? Oh, wait, what'd you say? Classic. Love oh, it. Yeah. Well, I don't know <laughs> if I love it, but yeah, it's classic. All right. Um, the time person of 2009 is the Fed chairman, Ben Bernanke. <laughs> wow. That's shocking. <laughs> um, I was looking into it. Um, you guys want to guess who won time person of the year? the most of anybody in history three times this person won it oh interesting it started and to give you some help it started in 1929 so it's with it's not even 100 years yet so it's and it's a significant person i mean you you guys would is it a real person it's a real yeah it's a real person well okay you mean meet you three times like uh, (laughs) uncle sam or something yeah the only the only like um like the troops have gotten it twice. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is one single singular person. Yeah, this person okay. got it three times. Man, twenty nine. Jesus, it's <laughs> a good guess. It's a good guess. No, I no, didn't no, begin no. to come up with someone who I think was like around long enough. Yeah. It it makes sense with the timeline of when it started and what was happening. So the Great Depression, World War II. Oh, like Roosevelt? Yeah, Roosevelt. Yeah. Franklin okay. Roosevelt. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of people with two. Uh, Stalin had two. Wow. Uh, George Marshall, Truman, Churchill, Eisenhower, Lyndon Johnson, Richard Nixon, Ronald Reagan. Uh, uh, let's see. Jo- uh, Bill Clinton. Uh, George W. Bush, Obama, and Taylor Swift has become the first female to be recognized twice because she was included in the mm. Silence Breakers mm. in 2017. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, uh, fascinating to look through the list of uh, yeah, who's yeah. one. And, uh, Andrew, do you have what the UN year is? <clears throat> oh, yeah.
ready for it? Yeah, I'm ready. Oh, yeah. I can't, I can't okay. wait. Uh, it's the 2009 was the year of natural fibers. Natural fibers. <laughs> uh, fibers again? Didn't we just do fiber? Uh, like a type of fiber? Um, we wasn't did. there like a wheat year or something? Millet. We didn't w- millet. 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 <laughs> <laughs> the UN is obsessed. <laughs> this is like an ultimate like. This is like practically like saying air. <laughs> like it's air, so broadly said. useful. It's like yeah, we know. Like everyone on the planet. Yeah. I mean, before you said it, I was going to jokingly say bean, and I'm, like, not that far off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is there any video of them, like, announcing this? Like, I just imagine somebody being like, are you guys excited to hear what the new one is? Like, and then just... Fibers, dead, like... dead, dead silence. <laughs> oh, good. Just, or do they just go crazy for this? <laughs> Probably do it in, we're like... Just, uh, we're lost. Bring like, out an advocate for fibers. <laughs> to like giving an acceptance speech yeah (laughs) um all right all right i love it uh close call uh yes my close call just because it was a weird one is uh every u.s television station officially switching from analog to digital Mm. uh, signals Mm. Um, so it kind of made a big difference big leap in picture quality and like ability to do like uh all this like watch on demand type stuff yeah man someone just sent me a video of someone who took a video of when that happened like they're in their house watching their tv (laughs) and like it just cuts off um yeah wild yeah that's a good one that's an interesting one uh ali close call yeah um sort of ushering in like a new era i feel like but the closing of circuit city just seemed like a monumental yeah. event that year, you That's know? That's a good one, yeah. Yeah, and just kind of ushers in that era of, like, where this, is, this feels like the start of, you know, um, owning media. Yeah. Physical media. So. Yeah. Yeah, that really was weird. It feels like that transition happened almost overnight mm-hmm. from, like, everybody's getting DVDs to nobody wants DVDs. Yeah. Um, I mean, I still do buy Blu-rays. And yeah but. yeah andrew you're a physical collector ali do you collect any physical you know uh unfortunately i don't really i i stopped you know around this time with ushered in the era but um i don't know i i don't know why i didn't stick to it i think probably financial <laughs> reasons, oh, sure. yeah, you know? yeah yeah so okay okay now that's a good one i i, I, I missed that mm-hmm. um cool uh, well, I have two here that I kind of liked. Uh, I got uh, the advent of Dropbox. Mm. I mean, Andrew, the show, we couldn't do the show without Dropbox. <laughs> that's true. That is weird. <laughs> I mean, 2009, that's quite a while ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, of course, I, you know, I referenced it kind of in the opening here, but the uh, MTV VMA Awards where Kanye <laughs> cuts off Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh this was also picked by Marley and Nikki. Music, so thank you so much for giving me a chance to win a VMA award. I... Yo, Taylor. I, I'm really happy for you. I'm gonna let you finish. But Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time. One of the best videos of all time. Uh, but that was a very, I don't know, just a funny moment. Uh, yeah 
And I, you know, who knew at the time that Taylor Swift would become like the most famous person on earth? You know? According to Kanye, it says he's the one that did it, you know? Oh, has he said that? Well, he had a song where one of the lines was, I made that be famous, you know, which caused uh, some controversy. And Kanye is in the wrong here. <laughs> if anyone's going to try to come yeah. for, you know, whoever in this, but <laughs> sure, sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, did you guys have Ferguson's? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, mine is, well, I was trying to stay out of political stuff, but I had to say uh, the Citizens United um, ruling thing mm, that yeah. like has made it or uh, made it so that companies could donate unlimited amounts of money to political causes and whatever. Um, just so dumb and like not good for anybody, really, except for, you know, the people that are able to do this. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like, uh, I feel like totally screwed us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Completely yeah. insane. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. That is a, uh, a true, it's not even a Ferguson. That's like, a, <laughs> no, no. It's yeah. like, it's a, like a, I don't know, the dead man horse. float guy or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Allie Ferguson. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, before I mention my Ferguson, I just kind of wanted to touch on like, um, there was a lot of surprising deaths this year among mm, celebrities. Yeah. Um, yeah. but my Ferguson, um, was the recession as a whole. It's a, yeah. it's just a tough year for yeah. a lot of folks. And it, I felt at the time, um, of course many did too. And a lot of people, uh, who are not in power were really hurt. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah totally. Uh, well, yeah, I might as well just say that's mine too. The recession. Yeah. Um, yeah, just like a weird, weird period. Uh, and looking back on it, a, a pretty defining thing about the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I noted also swine flu pandemic started that year. I got it. It was really bad. No uh, way. You yeah. got swine flu? I got so I got so sick. What was that like? I mean, I like you're the purple. only person I've ever met. It's, I think I got it. I don't know. You know, I just like I've never been that sick before. It was so bad. Uh, just like the worst aches and cold, you know, just like it was a really tough <laughs> yeah, to go through. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, I also have here that Disney acquired Marvel for $4.2 yeah, billion, dollars. <laughs> <laughs> which I'm that, you know, that could border anywhere between liking and a Ferguson, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, a, a few other picks from people. Uh, Lacey said meeting the goat Nick Saban the oh. summer before his first championship at Bama. <laughs> um, Lacey, of course, from Alabama. Uh, Andrew Nick Saban is a football coach. Ah, okay. uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Tim, our friend Tim, said he got married, so that's awesome. Nice. Uh, Chris A said we got a Hanks twofer, Sully and Captain <laughs> Phillips. Both true life events, both happened that year, and Tom Hanks played both people. And yeah, what the hell? I mean, they're both in similar characters, I guess. Well, yeah, and Hanks really Weird. brought him to life. <laughs> I, mean... <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was watching Sully or Tom Hanks. I was, I was confused. Um. <laughs> Allie, you referenced some celebrity deaths. Uh, yeah. Shay and Corey, you know, said uh, the death of Michael Jackson. They remember mm-hmm. pre- pretty vividly. Also, Farrah Fawcett uh, passes away that year, uh, Shay said. 
Um, Mel mentioned the Balloon Boy hoax. I should have oh, looked yeah, this up. Yeah. What is the Balloon Boy hoax? I don't know. I think like uh, just some kid was like flying high on a balloon. Just got stuck <laughs> up there. <laughs> From what I remember. I'm, I'm looking at it. Hold on. Hold on. Balloon Boy hoax occurred on October 15th, 2009, when a homemade helium-filled gas balloon shaped to resemble a silver flying saucer was released into the atmosphere above Fort Collins, Colorado by Richard and Mayumi Hene. Then they climbed, though they claimed that their six-year-old son, Falcon, was trapped inside of it. (laughs) This is amazing. Yeah. and then there's like pictures of like the National Guard flying to like try to help. Did these people go to jail? I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> well, give me a sec. Give me a sec. On November 13th, he pleaded guilty to attempting to influence a public servant. He was sentenced to 90 days in jail and ordered to pay $36,000 in restitution. Wow. Uh, his mm-hmm. wife was sentenced to 20 days of jail. Yeah. <laughs> fine seems a little excessive right i don't know if you scrambled like the national guard to <laughs> some serious resources yeah that's yeah. Uh, that's the is probably not even what it costs but no i mean they probably didn't anticipate it was gonna get that big you know <laughs> i mean i'm not like saying that they did something good but no no, 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 no it's no, a no. little i feel like i don't know didn't they do something good they cap they captivated Mel's attention for That's true. We're still talking about it <laughs> yeah, yeah. later. Um Kylie mentioned many states approving same sex marriage that year. Of course, uh President Obama became the first sitting president to ever publicly support same sex marriage, uh, which was pretty important. Um and then Josh uh said he graduated college that year, so he was with you and I. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Any other um, thoughts about yeah. events? Just some other notable deaths. There was yeah. like, um, you know, they don't all stay old ones or young ones, but uh, Ed McMahon, Dom oh, DeLuise, B. Yeah. Arthur, and oh. uh, Walter Conkright. You know, not yeah. surprising that they happen. <laughs> you know, because, you know, they're up there, Nick. Yeah. Um, but some surprising ones maybe were like David Carradine's death, mm, um, yeah. wow. Patrick Swayze. Uh, Whoa. Yeah, I thought he was, just died. What the hell? Yeah. Uh, Brittany Murphy was that year. Oh, uh, um, yeah. John Hughes, I think, probably died mm. too young. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, just just because Billy Mays also rest in peace. Mm. Oh, man, yeah. S- some of those are surprising that it was that long ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Okay, all right, Andrew. Any other thoughts on events? No. Okay. All right. Well, where do you want to go, Andrew? Um, let's do album, I guess. Right. Um, junky year for music, man. uh, (laughs) Okay, okay. (laughs) I mean, I don't have a ton of stuff, but my top album is Yola Tango Popular Songs. I remember um, pre-ordering this and getting the Adventureland soundtrack with the vinyl. Oh, um, wow. So that was cool. But one of the, probably like my most listened to vinyl 
Not that I always listen to vinyl, but I uh, love it so much. Just such a, like, mood album. Kind of the way that it uh, progresses is sort of weird from, like, weird, trippy, like, uh, pop to just, like, jangling, um, jamming by the end of it. Hmm. Um, this isn't anyway, their... just this... really cool. Is this their covers album or no? No. Okay. Okay, I don't know if I know this one that well. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Good stuff. Also, it has a really great, um, really great album art uh, by this, like, um, pretty interesting artist guy that, like, uses really weird, hard-to-get materials in his stuff. Uh, But it's, like, a weird cassette tape that the guy made uh, that's all, like, broken and stuff. Um, Anyway, mm. just really cool image. Yeah, that is cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was looking it up, but yeah, it looks cool. Um, all right, Yolo Tango popular songs? Yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, Allie, favorite album? Yeah, um, I want to say I agonized over the music category or anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and like you, Joey, kind of have like a list, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. And I also want to apologize in advance for what folks are about to hear. Um <laughs> But my uh, my favorite album that year was uh, An Awakening by Those Who Lie Beneath. And uh, they are a deathcore band if you want to get specific on genre but you know of the death metal you know variety of uh music but um boy this is a front to back album for me um it is kind of like what i want every death metal album to be like and um that opening song awaken um is just incredible it just sets the tone so well for the album um the last like 60 seconds of it goes so hard (laughs) <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, what's cool about these guys is um, my my band uh, played some shows with them in the Northwest, um, and they had just got signed to Rise Records, so we were really stoked for them. Um, and they mentioned uh, our band in the, in the, the album notes, which was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, but um, like I'm not playing up anything. Like this is g- legitimately like my favorite death metal album ever. It's so so well done. Um, unfortunately, um, only did one album before they split up. Oh, so man. if anybody is into the music, um, the, the vocalist, Jamie, who's one of my favorites, uh, switched to a band called I Declare War. They're out of Seattle. And then, um, the remaining band members formed a new band called Vitriol. And, uh, they're actually kind of taken off again. So they have a new album coming out and tour and stuff. So I'm really excited for those guys. Will you, will you say the name of the band and the album again? Yeah, so the album is An Awakening, and the band name is Those Who Lie Beneath. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't yeah. know that one either. Um, Andrew, do you know? No, I don't. No. Yeah. Okay, cool. Something new yeah. to check out. Yeah. Excellent. Um, all right. Yeah, I just, I don't feel like, I'm not convinced by this year. There's mm-hmm. it's, a lot of years, there's just like a couple albums where I'll be like really bullish on it and be like, these are great go check them out and this year i'm just kind of like yeah i guess like and uh, as i was going through a lot of the music 
felt very 2009, like very mm-hmm. kind of cutesy and um, I don't know, twee and I don't know. But mm-hmm. at, anyway, I'm picking a guy I've talked about before. This is him trying his hand at a little country. Uh, that's Ben Queller changing horses. I love Ben Queller. I've talked about Ben Queller. It's uh, this is him doing kind of you know he's from Texas, so it's not like he's like you know pretending or anything here. He's he's uh, kind of rooted in it. But and uh, I think it's a really good kind of folk country album. And um, if you like what you're hearing, you know, nice. go check it. Uh, BK, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. one of my close calls. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know you liked that one. All right. Well, yeah, let's do close calls. Yeah. Uh, my official close call is the Where the Wild Things Are soundtrack. Oh, Karen interesting. The kids. Okay. Uh, really, I, I just love that so much. I mean, I think I thought the movie was very cool, looked great, uh, but I think like I like the soundtrack even more than that. Um, just like the score or the proper soundtrack? Um, I, uh, I guess it's a soundtrack. I mean, there's, uh, it was like, she made a soundtrack for the movie, I guess, basically, but, uh, so it's not, like, totally, um, uh, instrumental. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I would call it a soundtrack, I think, before I would call it a score. Got it. Um, okay. But whatever. It's good. It's really great. Uh, some really great songs on there. Just, like, a really... It feels to me like perfect for, um, even though you guys know I'm not, fall's not my favorite. When this, <laughs> like early fall, this like feels perfect to me. And I put this on. Uh, yeah. Like walking in the woods mm. when like the leaves are just starting to change. Mm. Um, anyway, really incredible. And that was like, um, that was, I mean, I feel like that one of the best trailers I've ever seen, which mm-hmm. is a huge part of that was the Arcade Fire Wake Up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I was I was not really privy to like I hadn't been following Arcade Fire really. Um, so like when I saw that trailer, I was like, holy cow! Like the just the imagery. Do you like that movie, Andrew? Yeah, I like it. Um, you know, uh, I, I love how it looks. Um, I guess it just. You know, I've I've only seen it once. Say that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's an interesting pick. I, I wonder. I don't know if we've ever had a soundtrack before. Hmm. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. Um. Also, just uh, another random album that I like: Times New Viking, uh, Born Again Revisited. They're a Columbus band, um, Columbus, Ohio, um, and just a really cool, like, noisy album. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. Close call, Allie. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm a little embarrassed to admit this, but, um, just cause I think they ushered in a genre of music that I, I mostly hate, um, which is, you know, like Lumineers and of my, you know, monsters and men and that kind of thing. But, um, 
to, to lessen the impact this album had on me at the time, uh, but uh, Sign No More by Mumford & Sons, I just thought, uh, front to back, I, like every, I love every song on there. Um, it really inspired me to like change um, sort of the type of music I was into at that time. Um, it inspired me to pick up the banjo and start playing it. Um, and so, you know, it's... I don't love the bands that are like that came out because of their success, but um, I don't know. I can't deny it. I think um, Mark Mumford has a beautiful voice. I think they're great songwriters and composers, and yeah, I just I love the album. Yeah, I don't I don't have any problem with Mumford and Sons. I I I, I only kind of know the hits though. Like I don't don't yeah. really know. I I you know I I wasn't deep in the catalog. Would this have been their first album? Yeah. Yeah, okay. this is uh, their their first album. Uh, I just remember hearing the cave for the first time, like holy shit, this is amazing. Um, but you know, I like I like how like uh, macabre sort of the whole album is um, lyrically, um, and it just like the I don't know. I just I can't really explain why I love it so much, but it just like front to back, and it's one that like my wife and I really loved at the time too, helped us connect. So mm, yeah, you know, there's some some nostalgic feelings there too. Sure. Yeah, I always find like the best albums are they're just hard to describe it's like hard to describe why you love it and that's kind of the beauty of music in the first place yeah because um, i don't really love anything else that's like them like if you're mm. if you put on Mumford and sons radio i don't think i'm tuning in sure <laughs> yeah <laughs> do you still uh do you still tickle the banjo oh yeah yeah cool. cool yeah yeah great instrument yeah it's a lot of fun cool um my close call we've discussed uh this before too uh it's jason schwartzman's project coconut records uh the album davy which would be his last record um and uh i don't know very tight album like two to three minute songs very catchy kind of breezy i would describe it as kind of a breezy album like very uh easy to listen to not easy listening mind you but easy to listen to you know that one, Andrew? Um, e- I remembered listening to it at the time, but I didn't get into it the same mm. as the first one. Okay. For some reason. Okay. No problem. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you guys do Ferguson albums? No, I didn't. Okay. I did. Okay. Um, my Ferguson album, and this is just for anybody who's in the metal genre, but I thought Kill Switch Engage, their self-titled album that year, was just horrendous. It was not. It was such a departure from what they what I liked about them. So, okay. Yeah, yeah I don't don't know it. No, I do know that band, but I, I sure. yeah, yeah, I don't know that album. Yeah. Um, yeah, I picked a band that I liked, but an album that I think is probably their worst. So that's Built to Spill, mm-hmm. one of my all time favorite bands. Um, but uh, they released that year. There is no enemy, and um, I don't know. There's like two songs on it i like and that's like pretty bad for me for a built to spill album so uh, that would be like a genuine ferguson of like pure excitement and then kind of immediately like well no Mm -hmm. this isn't gonna work uh some listener picks here uh lacy picked north hills by dawes marley picked demi lovato here we go again um tim picked swoon by silver sun pickups um chris picked 1372 overton park by lucero lucero how do you say it yeah, lucero yeah lucero that's what i said yeah, yeah. uh vince 
the fame monster lady gaga of course mm -hmm. um nikki picked fantasies by metric uh shay also picked uh mumford and sons nice uh cory picked animal collective merryweather post pavilion said that was the soundtrack to many college parties that year um ted picked wilco the album i like that one ted i think that's kind of an underrated wilco um joseph picked incredibad by the lonely island <laughs> that's my number eight. Oh, nice okay okay yeah. uh mel picked manners by passion pit kylie picked um wolfgang amadeus phoenix by phoenix uh kev picked the the ecstatic by most deaf good album that's a good one uh man yeah kev, me and kev i got kev kev you got good taste all right uh brad picked um black gives way to blue by allison chains scott picked man on the moon the end of the day by kid cuddy a uh a local guy for us um clayton picked sainthood by tegan and sarah and Josh picked Blueprint 3 by Jay-Z. Yes. What else? What else was happening out there? Allie, what else you got? Um, okay, I'll list a few, and then I have like a 10 through 3, if you're cool with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so some that, some that I don't think have been mentioned. Um, Brandy Carlisle had an album that year. Uh, Arsonist Get All the Girls. Oceano. Black Dahlia Murder. Uh, Eminem's Relapse is that year. Um, Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit. Uh, a band called Amure, uh, Clutch, and then uh, Frank Fairfield, who um, the only way I can get folks to understand who he is, he, he was on the soundtrack for Over the Garden Wall. Mm -hmm. um, had a really fun song on that album. Um, <clears throat> all right, so my number 10 album that year was High, White, and Handsome by Loudon Wainwright III. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, number nine, an album called Pizza Box by Danny Barnes, who's like Les Claypool for Banjo. Mm. Um, number eight, Incredible Bad, Lonely Island, can't deny it. Uh, number seven, Dark Touches by Harmar Superstar. Uh, number six, I and Love and You by the Abbott Brothers. Mm. Uh, number five, uh, Salvation is a Deep Dark Well by a band called The Builders and the Butchers. Um, really great band out of Portland. Um, I feel like the way I would describe them is if um, a Tim Burton uh, movie became a band. Uh, really cool stuff. <laughs> uh, number four, Dark Animals by William Elliot Whitmore. And number three, Ruination by Job for a Cowboy. It's just incredible. It was almost my Ferguson, but then I listened to it. I'm like, okay, I was wrong. <laughs> and I like that. So. Nice. Yeah. 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 Uh, Andrew, anything else? Oh, you know what? I wanted to mention a, f um, a few bands that broke up that year. Mm -hmm. um, we have the original breakup of Oasis. And, you know, they've, like, done various stuff since, but not as the original lineup. Um, Andrew, a sad one for us. Harvey Danger officially calls it quits uh, that year. Uh, Peter, Paul, and Mary somehow uh, broke up <laughs> in 2009, which just seems absolutely impossible. <laughs> and uh, the Silver Jews also break up uh, in 2009. Um, I have no idea what the number one album is any guesses it's, it's guessable oh it is yeah oh um taylor uh, yep which one it's fearless mm -hmm. is that taylor yeah okay 
That's what? Like a rollover That's... from 2008, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah. Love Story? <laughs> what a song. Do you, you, you belong with me on that one? I don't remember. Oh, uh, you think so? Yeah, I think that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Man, Taylor's about to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, incredible. <laughs> Pretty cool. What she's done for the NFL. You know? Um, yeah. Yeah. She'll win time person of the year again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> her, and, her and FDR, naturally. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I won't break up the party here. Let's just get right into songs. All right. Um, well, my favorite is Yola Tango, Here to Fall. dreams don't come true. It's the first song on the album that came out this year. Um, it's like almost like a weird. Sounds like a space James Bond theme or something. Whoa, um, that's a cool really fun. <laughs> um, also, just wanted to mention on that same album, like very close is nothing to hide, um, and the video is very cool, and the uh, band Times New Viking is in the video, like in place of the members of Yellow Tango. Mm. Um, anyway, just yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah, pretty groovy. Nice. Good stuff. Are they still together? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. All right, uh, favorite song, Ellie? Yeah, um, my favorite song is uh, called "Who Stole the Soul" by William Elliot Whitmore. Who stole the soul? And who stole the heart? And who took the spark from inside of me? Why can't I breathe? I don't know. Um, William Elliot Whitmore is um, inspired by like Woody Guthrie, like a lot of kind of protest style songs. Um, Mm. Definitely like folk. Um, Mm. But I feel like one of the most unique voices I think I've ever heard. Um, And really just knows how to tap into emotion. And I just really, I feel like this song really like evokes that emotion from him of like uh, I've seen him live once I cried my eyes out he's just like his music is so beautiful you know like it, it just compels me um, but I think Who Stole the Soul is sort of like um, this sort of like um, living with depression and sort of like finding ways and finding the beauty in life and all that kind of stuff it's just really a, like an amazing song and I just in his voice it's worth mentioning for folks if they haven't checked him out so where is he from, Ellie? Um, I don't know for sure. I know Midwest. He sings okay. a lot about like Iowa and like uh, yeah. the, the cornfields and that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, so he really taps into sort of that working class vibe, you know, or a blue blue collar kind of working class vibe. Um, but you can just like feel the pain mm. <laughs> in his voice, you know, yeah. and I just like it feels real. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very. Very. Sound pretty. Um, yeah. Cool. Cool. He has a more well-known song that's on this album called Hell or High Water, and I feel like that was one that like maybe put him on the map just a little bit. 
So if folks are interested in diving into him, check it out. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Um, I have a song here from a guy from Canada. He goes by the name Hayden. Um, you know, he was like in the nineties. I, Hayden was on much music a lot for us. Um, they had a song in that Steve Buscemi movie, Trees Lounge. Um, you remember this? Uh, I know the movie. No, Hayden. Sure know the song. Oh man, they 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 have the title track, Trees Lounge. Um, but uh, Hayden uh, has a song this year called "Let's Break Up." just like a real upbeat uh again kind of folky fun song about breaking up um and, uh, yeah i just love this guy hayden he uh he's been around since i think like 96 and uh i saw him maybe like six seven years ago and it was really just a great great show like love this guy but i don't think he's very popular outside of canada so if you're interested check out hayden I can't believe you don't remember Hayden, Andrew. I mean, maybe I like know it and you know, yeah. don't know the name. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Like, the Trees Lounge was on a lot, and um, he had a song called "The Hazards of Sitting Beneath Palm Trees." I, it's not. All right, it's okay. It's okay. Thomas Hayden Church. <laughs> you <the> wish. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Oh, it's close calls. Um, yeah, my close call is Hideaway um, from the the uh, Where the Wild Things Kerno. You'll ask your reasons why what once was yours is mine. My pain is gone. Why? Um, just for for me the ultimate like mood song from that album and really great just really recommend that and um also if you're interested at all in times new viking maybe check out no time no hope um that's pretty good from this album cool ohio band yeah yeah cool i love a song that can just like put you in the mood for something you know yeah for sure like for me, like whenever I mow the lawn, I always want to start Coronado too by Polaris. I'm outdoors, like I'm, you know, I'm taking it all in. Like, that's yeah. the mood so perfectly for me. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, close call, Holly, or close yeah. calls? Yeah, a few. But uh, official close call is a song called "Constitutional Masturbation" uh, by Job for a Cowboy. And um, I, I was, as I mentioned, they were almost going Ferguson because I, I was, I really, really loved their debut AEP, 
And then I felt like their first album was such a far departure, I never gave them their fair shake. And so I was like, when I was doing this, I was ready to be like, to, to just kind of like crap on them. And uh, I was, I was, I was so wrong. <laughs> They're incredible. Um, and this song hits so hard. Um, the four minute mark towards the till the end is like, just man, it's, it hits so heavy. And uh, if you're into death metal, deathcore, you're gonna you'll probably love it. So, or know it. Right on. I love the title. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the whole album is sort of just like a anti-America kind of vibe. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Any other ones you want to shout out? Sure. Um, can't forget Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. Hell yeah, that's my number 10. <laughs> okay, great. Um, Sunshine by Harmar Superstar. Uh, Punch You in the Jeans by Lonely Island is like my... I, that song <laughs> gets me... like It's the funniest song on that whole album, and I, I'm never not going to laugh anytime I hear it. Uh, Caveman by Danny Barnes. High, Wide, and Handsome by Loudon Wainwright III. Um, of course, Bad Romance. Uh, when my time comes by Dawes. I heard somebody mention Dawes, so that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, January Wedding's my favorite song off the Everett Brothers album. Um, In the Branches by Billers and Butchers. If you're going to check them out, Cigarettes and Wine by Jason Isbell, and then Forty um, Second Ego by Arsonist. Get all the girls. Another band mm. I used to kind of hang with back in the day. So very cool. Yeah. So you so it it is said Avid Brothers or Avid. I don't know. <laughs> Darn it! <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. never figure it out, Andrew. No. We'll never figure. It out. Um. Okay. Cool. Uh. Oh, yeah. I had party in the USA at ten. Uh. I have a song. What's? Would you say? It just gets you in the mood, you know. Like it's yeah. it's really Denied good. It. Yeah. Miley Cyrus. It's just. <laughs> I listened to it again today. I was like timeless this song will okay. this song will jam I'll forever. just say it's my ferguson are you no. kidding me <laughs> no i'm not kidding you this is <laughs> like capital letters crazy i think it it's even bothers me even more how much everyone loves it so much so it has to be oh wow andrew it's good mm-hmm. yeah i've heard it you know <laughs> many many times the guitar tone—I'll say this—the guitar tone in that song is perfect. Like I, like whoever was engineering the studio on that song was just crushing it. You don't like the chorus? Hands up, playing that song. <laughs> I know it. Yeah. Butterflies flying away. I'll admit, I, the reason I love this song is because it is so cheesy. <laughs> yeah, that's the lyrics are so cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. You know, when the song came out, it was the year my nephew was born, and uh, he loved it. Like when this song came on, he would just be like vibrating with joy, and, oh. da- and eventually, when he could walk, he would dance to it. So I always have these kind of fond connections to it. And every time I revisit, I was like, I get it. Like I get why a baby's body would just have to like spontaneously start <laughs> jiggling when it hears sure. the song. <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, well, in my defense, I think it's a good Ferguson because, you know, I get it like to some degree, <laughs> but also I hate it. So it's just everywhere. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, my number nine is by a band called, uh, symbols eat guitars. It's a song called and the hazy sea, which is just like a real, like a six minute rocker. Um, Throwing some love to Built to Spill, even though I don't like the album, I like the song Hindsight. 
um, Coconut Records. Uh, that song is called Is This Sound Okay? Uh, ben Queller, Gypsy Rose. First first track on Changing Horses, like that one. Uh, French artist LaRue with Bulletproof. You guys remember Bulletproof? Oh, yeah. Man. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, Andrew. So good. <laughs> this time, baby, I'll be oh. bulletproof. You remember that one? Sure, sure. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a song that you would hear like at um, the amusement park, like while you're waiting for a in line. I think this is meant to be a criticism, <laughs> but I, I I think it's like the highest praise you could bestow a song. <laughs> Um, you know, it became kind of famous for being the Portlandia theme song, but Feel It All Around by Washed yeah. Out uh, comes out that year. I think besides the fact that it's the theme song, it is a really just great, great song. Um, I have number three, Harmonia by Cass McCombs. Really another great kind of folky six minute song. Uh, but my definitive close call is by a guy named Jay Retard. And uh, the song is called It Ain't Gonna Save Me. He's kind of like this uh, kind of a garage rocker. Um, I discovered the song in 2009 when it came out, and unfortunately he passed away like five months after in um, January of 10. Um, but, uh, yeah, do you guys know who Jay Retard is? I've seen his name a lot, but okay. I've never to Yeah, it's, it's kind of like two-minute fast punk rock songs. Hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, this one's really, this was probably his biggest and catchiest one. Um, you know what? <laughs> Somehow it hit me when you were talking about, um, when you mentioned whatever that Davy song was. Uh, I did listen to that album a lot, but I had like a burned copy. Mm. So I never like saw the cover really. Um, oh. but I did listen to that a lot. Anyway, it was very good. That's all. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. 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 Good one. Um, before we do Ferguson, some listener picks here. Uh, we have uh, with from Lacey You and I by Wilco featuring uh, Feist uh, Marley picked Good Girls Go Bad by Cobra Starship as does Vince that was also his pick uh, Tim picked Take Advantage by Lou Barlow uh, Chris p- uh, picked Can't Feel a Thing by Lucero Nikki picked Laughing with a Mouth of Blood by St. Vincent. Man, St. Vincent, so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shay picked Oblivion by Mastodon. Nice. Uh, Corey picked My Girls by Animal Collective. Ted picked Listomania by Phoenix. Um, Joseph picked I and Love and You by the Avid Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, what say you, Joseph? Let us know. Colin, uh, French Navy by Camera Camera Obscura. Um, Mel picked Best I Ever Had by Drake. Kylie picked Passion Pit Sleepyhead. Kev picked Summertime by Girls. Uh, Scott picked Laundry Room by the Avid Brothers. Uh, Clayton picked People Got a Lot of Nerve by Nico Case. Um, so some cool picks there. Yeah. Ferguson? Um, oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, you know mine already. Party in the USA. <laughs> and you, we haven't changed your mind? <laughs> no. <laughs> Miley, bitch. <laughs> All right. That's great. Allie? Um, yeah, mine is um, it's a cover of Bad Company's Bad Company by a band called Five Finger, <laughs> Five Finger Death Punch. It's so horrendous. Oh, I know Five Finger Death Punch. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Man, a lot. <laughs> You're just a disservice to metal and rock. And, bad uh, Company by Bad it's Company. It's so bad. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a horrendous cover. <laughs> I like oh. it. I mean, <laughs> I, a bad cover is a good, a good Ferguson. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, I gotta get that. Gotta get that. <laughs> gotta get that. Boom, boom, Black Eyed Peas, boom, boom, yeah. pow. Uh, might might as well wrong. say up front, it's the top song of the year. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Boom, boom, pow. It's yeah. embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, I would have guessed I got a feeling. Uh, but uh, these are both Black Eyed Peas songs. They're both terrible. Um, you know, it sounds like they're doing like a bad impersonation of Daft Punk or something. It's just... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I put it I put it on today. And like, you know, just a, like a bodily reaction to it of just like, get this out of my ear holes. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, I got a feeling too. Is like when I hear that, it's just like watching. You feel like you're watching like a terrible kids movie or something. It's just. There's not one song I like by them. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't think so. But you're just list, 2008. Like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> good, Andrew. Very good. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Uh, boom, boom, pow. All right. I do want to just say that I. Um, I appreciate your guys's insight on music because I think it has changed a little bit about you know what what kind of genres I, I navigate and look into mm. um, and uh, you know I've, I've over the last few years um, have really dived more into indie and appreciated it more. So oh, cool, yeah, yeah. It's a I we I've talked about this like I always feel super self conscious because. I know I'm not really recommending stuff, but I've also been trying to like recommend some more pop or like shout out popular stuff that I liked at the time as we go. Yeah. And uh, inevitably Polaris is a huge reason for, I think sure. both of our tastes. So yeah. 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 Um, well, coming off the high, maybe we should just like break it up a bit with book. Sure. Sure. Cool. I got stuff to say. Um, (laughs) you're gonna listen damn it uh well my top book of the year is called biocentrism it's by robert lanza um and it's 
a nonfiction book, but it's kind of like its main argument is saying that like maybe life didn't spring from maybe instead of like the way we sort of typically think about like life springing up from the environment uh he's saying like trying to say that the environment may exist to like serve the life that's on it instead Mm. um so it's kind of like just a different way of looking at you know why things are the way they are is Um, this guy running for gop president or uh actually this just you know in case you think it like sounds too far out there i think i first saw it on the daily show oh interesting okay so um yeah it's not that out there uh but some interest really interesting stuff in there one of the things is um that they kind of they seemed to have determined that like when the physical world's not being interacted with by life in some fashion uh that it like collapses into like what they call a probability state which is like a seems to be like a conserving energy type state um which is really weird and and that really sounds like uh video game talk Mm. like like kind of like you know, if you're not looking at something in a video game, it's like, where is that information? Um, so anyway, really interesting book. <laughs> I recommend it if you're into this type of stuff at all. Um, and it's not like that hard of a read. And yeah. they kind of they walk you through like why they are postulating these things. too. That's cool. Yeah, sounds yeah. fascinating. What's the name of it again? Biocentrism. Okay, cool. Sounds really good. Allie, do you have a book? I read one book that year. Nice. Um, and it was In Fed We Trust, Ben Bernanke's War on the Great Pain <laughs> by David Wessel. Ben Bernanke, man. Yeah. You know, uh, it, it was it was a worthwhile read at that time because it really did help me understand, like, it's easy to be angry at the government and, 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 and people during a recession. And this really just helped kind of, like, explain it and where to direct the right anger, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or, even just like admit <laughs> why this happens to the work, you know, why, why people are kind of suffering at the hands of powerful people and, um, and systems in place. And it just kind of really helped me understand the situation at the time. So, um, sort of a worthwhile read at that moment in time. Interesting. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Ben Bernanke. Mm hmm. Andrew Bembernacki. Um <laughs> Yeah, I still really, I'm like still back and forth on like how I feel about this whole thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't have a book. I thought I did. And I double checked it today and it came out in 2014. So I wasn't mm-hmm. even close. Um, <laughs> but I'll read people's picks. Um, Marley picked If I Stay by Gail Foreman. Tim picked Drawn to Life by Walt Stan- Stanchfield. Um, Vincenzo picked The Lost Symbol by Dan Brown. Chris picked Parker the Hunter by Darwin Cook. Shay picked Catching Fire, the second book in the Hunger Games series by, of course, the Clarissa Explains It All expert writer, uh, Suzanne Collins. Um, Joseph picked Under the Dome. 
Uh, Mel picked in other rooms, other wonders. Kylie picked the Stonekeeper's Curse Amulet, number two. Um, Kev picked Red and Me by Bill Russell. And Clayton picked Phonogram by Karyan Gillen and Jamie McKelvey. Mm. So some some book picks out there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any close call, Andrew? Yeah. Um, my official close call is the Preacher trade paperback. She's like collects the first bunch of issues or whatever, mm-hmm. um, which I think I might have even originally borrowed from a friend, Dan. Um, anyway, really great series, uh, great uh, graphic novel series. Um, and I realized one book that I didn't mention last year, but that was very worth mentioning, I think, is something called Why I Killed Peter by Olivier Ka. Um, it's a graphic novel about this, the guy who writes it, um, it's like autobiographical, but it's about his life and like coming to terms with this abuse that he suffered as a kid and, um, kind of like figuring out how to navigate that in the context of his life. And it's not an easy read, but, uh, it's very good, pretty powerful. Um, cool. So that's it. All right. All right. Close call, Ali. Yeah, I got one. It's it's interesting. Um, it's uh, the book of Genesis, and it's uh, illustrated by Robert Crumb. I don't know if you guys. Oh know. yeah, yeah. But he, yeah, he illustrated the book of Genesis and kind of put his little twist on it and stuff. And it's it's fascinating. And I, um, you know, not the best person, but I do find his his animation style very fascinating. Yeah, for sure. Right on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, crumb, crumb. Uh, always good, always good. Have you heard his music? No. Oh, it's one of my favorite like albums. He he had a like this country uh, minstrel style band. Um, he designed the artwork for two albums. It's really cool. That is really cool. Oh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And he sings on it, so. Huh. <laughs> the more you know. Okay. Cool. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I don't have a book. Did you guys have Ferguson's? No, no. Ferguson. Cool. Okay. All right. Um, Andrew, do you have the bestseller? Uh, it's just it was just too hard to figure out what it was. We'll just say um, it's Hunger Games. Okay. <laughs> you're like it's, you're like it's not even close. <laughs> <Good scene> that. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. All right. Fair enough. Andrew, where should we go next? Um, let's talk video games. I figure we'll blow through this one, maybe. Um, maybe you. <laughs> so my <laughs> game of the year was the Punch Out. Um, mm. that came out on the Wii. Yeah, just a cool update. I always loved the Punch Out games. Uh, a very cool update of the Punch Out games. Um, pretty fun. And also, just in the context of this, I wanted to mention they put out like a different version of it that you could buy from the Wii store or whatever called Doc Lewis's Punch-Out, where you got to play as Max Trainer Doc Lewis instead of Little Mac as the main character. Um, so pretty hilarious. I love when they do stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I man, I totally forgot about that. That's a good one. Cool. Yeah. 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 
we we still crushing it. Yeah. People are still yeah. recovering from Wii Sports and no one. Uh, Allie, have we talked to you about like what, 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 were you a Wii sports fanatic? Uh, no. Um, uh, you haven't talked to me about it, I should say. Uh, but, uh, boy, did I go hard on some Wii sports if I had the opportunity. (laughs) Hell yeah. Um, and that music, (laughs) that flute solo. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Just, uh, so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, since you're bringing up this subject, uh, Joey, I need to know what gives because I've been on the show a, lot, a few times now. Yeah. And you've never once asked me if I want to die in space. <laughs> and I feel insulted. I haven't asked anybody in months, I feel like. Uh, people have brought it up. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, I was around when the topic was hot, you know? I, uh,. <laughs> I just wonder. I'm sure that this was an accidental uh-huh. oversight. Maybe my maybe my respect for you, Allie, is so immense <laughs> that I don't want to dedignify you by asking. <laughs> I thought it was because I called out Clifford, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's inexcusable. But um, do you want to die in space with me? A hundred percent. Yes. Wow. Let's go. Yeah, that would be based on the way you've set it up. The like the ability to do that yeah i i i don't have a lot of value in life and dying in space that sounds great i don't really care when i go yeah you know let's just do it yes <laughs> absolutely yeah yeah i love I it okay yeah. i I'll also and i won't spoil anything well i'll try not to but there was a a show on television this last year where this is like kind of part of it Mm, that's mm. cool. Um, uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe related. I don't know. But I just uh, recently, one like the first commercial spacecraft went to the moon or something, and there one of the things they were taking was ashes. It's like people wanted to be buried. Oh, I'm telling you, man, this is ha- like I don't have the money, but there are people who have money to like put me out in space. You know. <laughs> Just let me go. I I mean, that could be a problem, you know, like how much it costs to get you there. Oh, it's going to be. Yeah, it's going to be for. Are you going to spend every cent you got? No, Mm -hmm. I'm going to die on this miserable planet like everybody else. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I, I would give them my retirement money if it made if I could get out. I mean, who's it going to go to? You know, just like, yeah, just just put me in space. You're guinea pigs, man. Um, pay somebody that takes the guinea pigs. <laughs> now we're talking. Guinea <laughs> pigs, I guess, could go with you. Yeah, that'd we'll be miserable. My my suit would be filled with poop within ten minutes. minutes. <laughs> yes, I mean, <laughs> you know, what the hell, yeah, man. Um, well, I'm glad you want to die in space. It's the right call. Yes, it is. Um, yeah. All right. Good. All right. Good. I feel. I feel better. um as far as video games go uh at this time i just did not have the financial means to own a console Mm. or those kind of things i think the last system i had owned prior to this one was a gamecube um yeah good and uh you know i'd play friends houses and stuff um i will say i recently bought it i haven't gotten a chance to play it yet but this came out this year with batman arkham asylum and i'm excited Mm. to try and play it so yeah yeah cool yeah yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah, Batman Arkham Asylum was like in my close call. I didn't even play it that much. I never owned it, but um, someone I knew in college had it, and um, the few times I played it, it was like, whoa, this game is very cool. <laughs> it was also Kev and Shay's pick. Um, I went with a game that I spent so much time playing for about a year, which was on Wii uh, Beatles Rock Band. Um, I really, really enjoyed... Uh, well, I love isolated tracks, so like if I can ever hear from songs, I like isolated tracks. And these aren't isolated, but they kind of bring up the volume on whatever it is you're supposed to be doing. So I really liked kind of like feeling out the bass patterns from Paul or, you know, kind of hearing what it really was that each Beatle was doing was kind of fun for me and uh, gaining new appreciation for certain songs that I feel like at that point in my life, I, you know, I, I was kind of a Beatles 101 guy. I loved all the big hits, but I wasn't really like deep into like Dear Prudence or um, like a lot of the uh, Let It Be stuff is on there and I kind of grew to love it from that. So. Loved, loved, loved uh, Beatles Rock Band, and uh, I don't know. For, for a second, I, I think. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I don't love the Beatles, but uh, the idea of, like, Rock Band and, like, getting the chance to hear, like, play isolated tracks sounds yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. I, for a second, I thought you were going to say that you, <laughs> that you were playing, like, ju- you know, you were playing just the drum part, like, listening to just oh that i mean that would be like, sweet wow, this sounds no this sounds like the worst <laughs> <laughs> different different strokes for different folks Andrew. <laughs> i would love to hear just ringo's drumming <laughs> um but uh no yeah that was a fun game fun game uh close call andrew um yeah my official close call is plants versus zombies Ooh. um one of the few games that I ever like played a lot on my phone, mm. just mm. Um, just an easy one to like mindlessly zone out to, um, and also just wanted to mention Mario and Luigi's Bowser's Inside Story. Um, it was on the DS, and it's like a Mario role playing game, sort of like Paper Mario or something, um, but pretty fun. So, yeah, that's all. I totally forgot about Plants for Zombies. That's a good one. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't have one. So. Okay. 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 Uh, yeah. I, I, I went ahead and picked an app for the phone, which was a game that I feel like was popular for probably like, I don't know, six, seven years, which is uh, Words with Friends. Oh, oh yeah. Um, I, I like just heard about it this last year. Um, oh, oh no, no! I was thinking Wordle. Never mind. Oh, uh, Wordle. <laughs> I was gonna say Wordle has sort of replaced this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but I did like. I mean, I feel like I played Chris a couple times, and and then uh, you know, once you realize you're so much dumber than your friend, you find random people online. Uh, so I don't know. It was. It, it's a fun, fun conceit just to scra- yeah. scrabble on your phone, essentially. Um, so. Yeah, words with friends. Uh, did you have a Ferguson, Andrew? Oh yeah. Um, my Ferguson for this year is the PSP Go system. Mm. Um, it was like a miniature PSP, but the real downside to it was it did the way it was able to be miniature is that it could, didn't have a game slot on it, so it's purely download games, um, which 
kind of limits a lot of what you can do and it just felt like a needless system mm. so okay yeah i'm not so. familiar mm. Allie, did you have anything oh yeah uh my ferguson is harry potter and the half-blood prince because um, jk rowling <laughs> <laughs> this is a video game i'm assuming mm-hmm. okay i've never yeah. played any of those harry yeah, potter i never games. played any of the harry yeah 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 what is she what what what's wrong with her like what (laughs) i mean i know what's wrong with her but like how can you be like that educated and like be so dumb at the same time i don't i don't there's yeah and there's a few people that i'm just like what like graham lenahan too is sort of like ruined some series for me that i actually liked of his it's like the it crowd and yeah 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 He's just a just, he's up there with her, just a, off the deep yeah. end. Yeah, it sucks. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, that's good. That's a good one. Um, Nikki picked new Super Mario Brothers Wii. Yeah, um, great game. Yeah, I should. I didn't even realize. So that's great. Um, Tim picked Brutal Legend. Uh, Vincenzo picked The Sims Three. No doubt that rocked. Um, Corey Demon Souls. Joseph picked Left 4 Dead 2. Uh, Colin picked Fantasy Star Zero for the Nintendo DS. And Scott picked The Godfather Part 2, the video game. What? Mm. What did you do in the game? (laughs) I'm not sure. I never played it. Like, try to uncover Fredo backstabbing you? (laughs) (laughs) Take Fredo out on the boat? Maybe you change the ending of it. You know? That's interesting. A Godfather video game. I'm, I'm shocked. I'm I'm genuinely shocked that um, that they like signed off on it. Mm. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah, I'm, I'm like trying to imagine Francis Ford Coppola being like, yeah, definitely. Like, maybe they were just like, you know, Godfather's just not bringing in the money they used to. <laughs> we gotta find cash grab. You know, some new revenue streams. Yeah. All right. Uh, you have the number one game? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can guess if you want. It's guessable. Have we we've, said it? Yep, we've said it. We Sports. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> this country, it got it. Like, it got yeah. the memo on We Sports. <laughs> this is what? Year three? Four? At least year three, I think. Yeah. That's, inc- that's incredible. It, is yeah. it not the best-selling game of all time? I don't think so. Hold on, um, hold on I'm looking up. Play the whole music. Uh, <laughs> all right, best-selling video games of all time. I know we've done this before, but I gotta see yeah. where I gotta see. Where, you get you guys got guesses. Uh, well, I'm looking. So. I imagine like <laughs> Super Mar- like original Super Mario Brothers, or uh, I don't know. I don't see that. Like overtime sold? No. Okay. A qu- a qu- it's pretty close. It's number. Oh yeah, I see it. Uh, number six. Let's seven. See. seven. Okay. Number seven. Okay, yeah. Super Mario Bros. That sold fifty-eight million copies. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see. Wii Sports is number four all time. Eighty-two point mm-hmm. nine million. So pretty good. Uh, yeah. Only Tetris is higher with a hundred million. Grand Theft Auto Five with hundred ninety million. And the best-selling is Minecraft with 300 million. 
makes sense. Yeah. Um, and we should, of course, note that one of the reasons Wii Sports did so well is because it came with the system. So every time a system sold like that counted mm-hmm. as a sale for Wii Sports. Oh, that's true, but I don't want you to underplay it too much. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, all right. Uh, anything else on video games? No, not for me. Okay, okay. Let's uh, go to TV show. Okay, sure. My top show of the year was Parks and Recreation. Um, even though I think the first season's, you know, not quite there yet. Uh, <laughs> still great show. Still love it. Something about the whole, like, feel of it I really like. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure everybody's seen that. Oh, yeah. I mean, talk, talk about talk about great casting. The show is yeah. Yeah. Uh, like a 101 in casting. You got mm-hmm. Amy Poehler, Rashida Jones, Aubrey Plaza, Nick Offerman, Adam Scott, Chris Pratt, uh, Aziz. Um, there's just like, I don't know, top to bottom. Pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Although I, 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 you know, I think we've mentioned before, but that's that season one is a little rough around the edges. Yeah, a little shaggy. No. <laughs> yeah, this is also my my pick. Sparkles. Nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just yeah. I mean, casting perfect. Um, it's kind of like got Bob's Bar- Burgers energy with like lots of puns mm. and and that kind of <laughs> like fantasy, like not necessarily fantasy, but just like this unique world, you know, satire of American town kind of thing. Um, I love the side characters like Jeremy Jam. <laughs> um, you know, something that one. Um, you know, always nailed it with like the guest appearances. Um, and I just love like a show that has like a joke where like somebody's not in on it, and like Little Sebastian is like so funny. Um, and Adam Scott is—I I honestly feel like Adam Scott is the hero of that show. Like he, as I love Ron Swanson's character, but I, I feel like Adam Scott like is the glue in a yeah. lot of the ways. Like just. Yeah. Yeah, the way he interacts with any character on that show, um, is so fun. Um, but yeah, what a what a great show! Just overall, like I, I I've watched it several times through. Um, sort of a comfort show in a lot of ways at this point. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, this like feels like the show that should be getting the recognition that The Office gets mm. like, today. Mm. Like I feel like the way a lot of people feel about the office, I guess more about this. I mean, I like it better than the office personally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's like, they're, they are kind of different as, as much as they're the same. They're mm-hmm. so different to me, but, yeah. um, great, great. I'm not, I'm not complaining here. Mm-hmm. Parks and Rec is great. It's our most popular pick. It was Corey's pick, Ted's pick, Clayton's pick. Um, so the people love Parks oh. and Rec. <laughs> Is it park? Is the formal name of the show Parks and Rec, or is it Parks and Recreation? Parks and Recreation. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, it's not my pick. Uh, it's oh, it's my what? fourth favorite show of the year. Um, Good. A little while. So. Andrew, I dare you to come yeah. at me when I say my pick. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I'll like it, but not more than. Well, you'd be wrong. This uh, this show came out in 2009. It had 10 episode season. That is, of course, Party Down 
also starring Adam Scott. Oh, oh, was it? oh, I guess I just didn't realize that came out there. Oh, anyway, yeah. great. Amazing. Adam Scott, Ken Marino, Martin Starr, um, uh, Jane Lynch, um, just a killer cast. Great guest cameos. This is a show about a uh, party catering service in L.A. Pretty much everybody who's on the catering staff, like, their ambition is to become rich either as a writer or an actor in Hollywood except for Ken Marino who owns Party Down and is kind of just this like <laughs> real dummy uh, Ron um, I just like I it, Party Down is exactly what I think is funny so I don't know every episode's a different catering thing which is a great premise too like they're at mm-hmm. a different catering event every episode um, the first one's great uh, Willow Cannon uh, my two favorite episodes in the season. Uh, one's called Taylor's uh, Taylor Stillskin Sweet 16, which uh, I guess stars Kevin Hart and J.K. Simmons. Um, oh, also uh, jo- Joey Lauren Adams is in that episode. Uh, and then um, there, there's one with uh, Andrew, I think one of your favorites, um, Stephen Weber, uh, oh, yeah. called Celebrate Ricky. Uh, I don't know how you say it. Rick, Ricky Sargalush? I don't know. Great, 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 great uh, show. Uh, Party Down. Yeah. They just there was two seasons originally. They just did a third this last last year, which actually held up just fine. Um, so uh, yeah, it was excellent. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I'm surprised you said that because I guess I completely glossed over it. Uh, it's great. Cool. Cool. The only show I would have accepted. <laughs> <laughs> So. Good, good, good. Uh, well, what's your what's close call? Uh, my close call, I get. Well, I guess it would be party down mm. now. Um, it was community. Oh, so, okay. Um, you know, also very good. Uh, you know, I maybe wasn't as rabid as about it as some, but uh, really enjoyed it. Yeah, that was um, that was Shay's pick too. Um. I'll let you guys go around so I you know, oh, okay. don't steal your accidentally steal your thunder on one of these other ones. Close sure, call. sure. Um, all right. Well, my my close call was Party Down. Um, as somebody who works in the restaurant industry and kind of done catering companies and stuff too, like it's it's great. I I love it. And the casting fantastic. Pilot episode is a very strong pilot. Um, yeah. Yeah. Ken Marino is one of my. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite guys in all of comedy like yeah when he was on brooklyn 99 very funny um everything he does is great so yeah. um but yeah what a great show great concept um and uh yeah i think i i, I don't know i don't know when i saw it I, like for some reason i feel like that's where i first saw adam scott but then maybe i saw it yeah. before he came on to parks and Rex or something but yeah yeah like what a great role for him too yeah <laughs> Uh, big year unbelievable like (laughs) he's in two of the best shows of the year crazy he's just kind of underrated in general he's absolutely yeah yeah yeah. um yeah i can't remember if i said it i'll just just in case uh it's kylie's pick um yeah and plus great to see martin star uh oh my god yeah that uh, yeah when this came out it was like oh my god thank god there's martin star uh, (laughs) in something else you know yeah uh, cool. Uh, my close call, also Joseph's pick, uh, is the HBO show Eastbound and Down. Um, particularly this first season. Wow, that came out 
man, I'm, I'm really <laughs> not doing a good job at <laughs> seeing what came out this year. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I loved it passionately all the way to the end, but this first season is just so funny. Yeah. Uh, Danny McBride as kind of this washed up <laughs> relief picture pitcher um, who uh, goes to live with his family and like substitutes at a high school. There's just like so many uh, little nuggets of comedy built in here and um, really well-made show all the way around. So yeah, love these. Yeah, them. I loved it too. Yeah. Um, Although I think Vice Principals has been my favorite of the three that he's done. Mm, yeah, I love. Mm-hmm. Yes, so funny. Mm-hmm. I love them all, but I think my favorite has been uh, Righteous Gemstones. Mm. I mean, that's the beauty here. Like, I think you could really throw on any of these, and yes, yeah, yeah. So and and they do serve different kind of like yeah purposes a little bit for sure. So yeah, I think it's. I thought it was a good year in television. I got some more, but yeah. Andrew, what what else do you got? Yeah, um, Archer mm. came out this year like that. Uh, Michael and Michael have issues. Oh and wow! <laughs> Michael Ian Black, Michael Showalter. I missed that vehicle. Yeah. Uh, bored to death uh-huh. on HBO. Yep, I think it was only one season. Yep, that's it. Kind of criminally. Jason Schwartzman, Ted Danson. Yeah, yeah. excellent. Uh, the League, um, which I on and off watched, you know. Um, um, and uh, American Ninja Warrior Ooh, came out this year. Sure. Uh, which is fun. Yeah. <laughs> Any others, Ellie? Yeah, a um, couple others that didn't get mentioned. 30 for 30 starts this year. Um, it was always hit and miss for me. Some are great, some are, you know, whatever. For sure. Um, United States of Terra was a fun show that I liked <laughs> on Showtime. Um, had a young Brie Larson. Um, overall, mm-hmm. I think it was a great cast and a fun show. Um, regular show that's just one i like oh, to put on and, and love have show. on and just you know i'm not super dedicated to the plot lines or anything it's just a fun one to have on yeah um and then uh <laughs> i don't know if anybody knows this one but delocated um <laughs> yes yeah. it stars the guy who plays jeremy jam as this guy who's put in a witness <laughs> protection program uh and it's very funny uh what was that adult, it was adult swim share uh, uh adult swim series okay. like 15 minute episodes you know um but a live action, he's like, um, he is put in the witness protection program and they're filming him. So he has to wear a ski mask the entire time and they, they alter his voice. And uh, boys, he's like, I, I don't know that actor's name. I feel bad, but he's so yeah. funny in it. <laughs> he is hilarious. Yeah. That was like the first Adult Swim show, though, where I thought, what are they? Oh man, yeah. I just yeah, I, it really hit my it really tickled my fancy watching that yeah. one. So, well, there's two we haven't mentioned, guys. Okay, wow. Pawn Stars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, <sure. laughs> and uh, one that I listen. I don't feel good about liking this next show. I want to put that up front. I don't. Might be my Ferguson. Uh oh, description. Yeah, maybe. Oh no. <laughs> What's your Ferguson? Oh, I think we should hear. This. No, what, what I no you go first. Oh my <laughs> Come on, uh, Shark, Shark Tank. Oh, yeah, it was uh, very close to my Ferguson. Oh very no, close, it's it's so <laughs> stupid. I love it. Um, I, you it just the whole premise annoys me. It's like if 
you have a product that's good enough for them to like buy half of it for no money like what are you doing there just go <laughs> get a loan from the bank well, or whatever some of these people do get loans um i think from the sh- from the sharks Andrew. Like, in exchange for huge portion okay but that's like that's kind of what happens now in the show it's kind of evolved i don't i don't love the newer seasons but man like a couple years ago i went back and watched the first season and it is wackadoodle like um because these are just super normal people there's a guy there's an episode where a teacher comes in with an album it's like an education album and he like brings his acoustic guitar and he kind of sucks and uh the like sharks are blown away. There's like a bidding war for this guy and his educational CDs. Uh, it's just so, I don't know. The first season really rips. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's chaos. Cause you can tell the sharks don't really know kind of what's happening. The people, there's no precedent. The people have no idea what the show is. They're just like, they're coming in with their asinine ideas and like being like, well, you should give me a million dollars for this. Uh, I love it. They like push back on the sharks. Um, You know, is it a gross show? Kind of. It's pretty gross. But like, I don't know. Really addicting for me. If it's on, I'm like, I I get stuck. Yeah, I do. That's part of what I hate about it, though. I hate that addicting TV thing. Yeah. Who's your favorite shark? <laughs> uh, probably the bald guy, I guess. There's two bald guys. D- uh, Kevin uh, or Damien? Damien. Kevin, I guess. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Allie, do you watch Shark Tank? No. <laughs> uh, you, Sorry. You, I think I think I think you'd be a Robert fan, Allie. <laughs> not, not the Robert. Not the Which Charlie one's Brown <laughs> Yeah. Um Alright. other other people's picks. Lacey picked chopped. Really? That was two thousand nine? I don't know. Uh let's see. Hold on. I'll correct it then. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, it was. Wild. Alright. Um Let's see. Uh, Marley picked the middle. Hmm. Um, Nikki Not as good as Malcolm in the middle, but <laughs> sure. Well, that's a high bar. Uh, yeah. Nikki picked Tonight Show with Conan O'Brien. You know, short lived, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll talk more about that in my Ferguson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vincenzo Nurse Jackie. Uh, Chris picked Modern Family. Uh, Colin picked important things with Dimitri Martin. I was trying to remember. I, I feel like I watched that show, but I can't actually remember what it was. Yeah. Um, but I like Dimitri Martin. Um, Mel picked Glee. Um, Andrew Scott also picked Community. Uh, Allie Kev also picked Regular Show. Awesome. Um, and Josh picked The Cleveland Show. Um, hmm. Ferguson's? Uh, my Ferguson is Tosh.0. Oh, wow. Um, Tosh is this I year? Like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like this is a real true Ferguson for me in that <laughs> I get it. Like, I understand why yeah. you might watch it. But at the same time, I really hate this and, like, every type of show like this that's kind of, like, centered around just, like, 
sucking you to the TV as long as possible. Not that I have a problem with watching a lot of TV, but when it's something like so mindless, it just drives me nuts. And, you know, like if you combined all the videos in this show, it's like you could watch them in five minutes, what takes a half an hour on TV. (laughs) So that just drives me nuts. Um, And Tosh is fine. Like he's fun. He's as good as you could be at doing this. Yeah. Uh, But it just, I just hate this like type of TV. I think of that model, I like the soup, you know, the Joel yes, Hill sure. vehicle, yes, you yes. know, because um, that you're, you're making, you know, you're having a level of criticism for like creativity and that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. And, but like, yeah. this is like, these are just some people, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's just America's so, Funniest Home Videos, yeah, except like, not as good. Yeah. Not, not in a nice spirited way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's And it seemed like, comedy it felt like every time i turned on my television the show was on yeah uh, like I, was, I could turn on like cnn or something and be like tosh but I, it's just like an un- unescapable show i know it was comedy central yeah. but i i really would get sick of it like no like show something else you know yeah 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 that's a good one andrew i didn't realize tosh came out but uh yeah also not a fan um ali ferguson yeah um my I have a few, but my my official Ferguson is Parks and Recreation, um, because season one is so unwatchable. <laughs> it's a miracle that I watched it past season one. It's a miracle like, it got it, renewed. It, absolutely yeah. right, um, and it's 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 been a tough one for me to like navigate. Like this is one of my favorite shows of, t- of TV, but boy, is that first season just not it. Um. But anyways, um, other ones I'd mentioned late night with Jimmy Fallon. I just don't know why we give him a platform. Um, I don't think he's funny. Um, <laughs> I don't think anybody thinks he's funny. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, I apologize to Josh, but I think the Cleveland show is not it either. Um, but uh, an official, like this is more of a personal thing for me, but RuPaul's Drag Race has just caused me a lot of annoying interactions as a trans woman (laughs) like um rupaul has also said some shitty things about trans people but um boy did like certain people don't understand the difference between like what a drag queen is and like what a trans person is and it's Mm. really frustrating to have to navigate and tell people (laughs) how to how to do that so uh that one's just caused me a lot of grief yeah that's Mm -hmm. fair yeah that's fair um I don't think I've ever watched the RuPaul show, so I can't. I, yeah, I don't know. Um, I have a couple here. Uh, you know, I mentioned so mentioned uh, the Tonight Show with Conan. You know that yeah. I think starts and ends in '09. Uh, so I of course have the Jay Leno show here, which like just like get out of here, Jay Leno. Yeah. Like, like the, I, in the moment, people are like, "This is like the shittiest possible <laughs> thing somebody could do," and he did it. Yeah, I remember you being very angry yeah. at the whole, whole, whole ordeal. I'm, I'm sure, you know, uh, I agree. Um, though, all of a sudden, just like thinking about Jay Leno himself, I'm so sure it was just like impossible to give that up for him, you know? He was just like grasping at anything he could get, and he just took it. Are you, saying, are you right. sympathizing with Jay Leno? I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying. Go that, the network, man. You know, <laughs> like somebody will pick you up. Yeah. You go you to know? TBS. Conan rules. You man. suck. <laughs>
DBS. You go to DBS. <laughs> yeah. Not at the detriment of Conan for all the work he did, you know. I yeah, I agree. Yeah. I I feel, I yeah. I agree. Yeah. You know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um i i mentioned hannity here on fox sure you know scum of the earth yeah. and then uh my ultimate uh ferguson here is the jeff dunham show yeah um if you guys <laughs> don't <laughs> if you don't remember jeff dunham he has puppets uh he does he still but, doesn't yeah you know what he's on tour and andrew and maybe i have to cut this part out of the episode i don't know he's coming <laughs> First off, uh, Allie, he is going to be in Portland on February 8th at the Veterans Memorial Coliseum. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Andrew, he'll be in Canton at the Canton Memorial Civic Theater on March 23rd. That's a Saturday night, Andrew. Let's, what do you say we (laughs) go watch Jeff Dunham? Um, God, I really don't think I want to do that. <laughs> to be honest, uh, oh, it sounds uh, like a rip roaring time to me. I don't know. It doesn't even sound. He's uh, my problem with Jeff Dunham is like I don't hate him. He's just so like such an in the middle type thing for me. I oh, I didn't even know about like I don't even know what he does really. I mean, <laughs> he's a ventriloquist. Uh, yeah, I've seen like little clips or whatever, yeah. but like I don't I haven't watched an extended thing about it. Um anyway, uh it's not it's just not a, it, my type of thing. When you type Jeff D and <laughs> Plus it's got to be so expensive, like more expensive than is reasonable. Yeah, the, the, that needs to be a casino thing where you're at the casino and they're like we can't fill seats. Do you want do you want a free ticket to go see this? this thing you know but he is part of conservative comedy and they have so few people Uh, you know that's that that's fine guys i'll go alone or Or maybe a gut bucket out there wants to go to the canton canton civic theater with me when you type jeff d into google Mm -hmm. he is the second one that pops up i guess there's a football quarterback jeff driscoll Mm -hmm. But I'm what I'm surprised by where this is going, I guess I'm saying, is the fourth Jeff D is Jeff Daniels. And like, how is he not? How is he not number one? (laughs) Yes. Before him is a guy named Jeff Darlington, who's an American reporter. Get out of here. Jeff Darlington before Jeff Daniels. Yeah, that is outrageous. If you saw this guy's face, this guy should be punched. Um. All right, sorry. Um, Jeff Dunham should be punched, or this reporter? No, this report Darlington. He's freaking tool. All right, shows shows that were canceled this year. We got Battlestar Galactica gone. I watched it, but I hear that it's great. I don't know. Oh, I thought you did watch it. No, my dad Uh, uh, loved it. Talks about it, like gives me a hard time still about not Ah, having watched it. Okay, I know. I definitely has like a very strong following um, yeah, yeah flight of the concords ends this year um er everybody wow. hates everybody hates chris uh my name is earl uh prison break nanny 911 and monk but i think monks yeah, maybe monks back something yeah uh, there was a movie last year apparently uh, wow a monk movie <laughs> er is a Uh-oh. surprising one yeah, long time. Yeah, right. 
Yeah. There's a couple other notables, I think. Uh, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Uh, Reno 911. Oh, but that came back Run. too. Yeah, as a yeah something. Yeah. Uh, Run's House. <laughs> Did you ever watch that? No. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's fine um and mad tv mm. oh um and i should say uh, i have a few other things uh one um the sci-fi channel rebranded this year uh, from the sci-fi channel to syfy yeah terrible uh yeah it's kind of dumb um the uh ed and ed 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 and eddie ends with the movie the big picture show on cartoon network um, and King of the Hill ends. This year. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I miss that. Bummer. Big one. Um, um, also, uh, top rated. It's guessable. If you. Oh, have desire. we have we said it? No, I don't think so. Super Bowl. No. Well, um, yeah, I don't know. American Idol. Yep. Mm. Mm. Okay. Andrew, you know what thing you've recommended? that um i have tried to watch more than anything else it's I, it's a movie but every time i go to watch it i have you have to pay for it and i won't do it um is house guest oh you've never seen house guest i've never seen house guest you've, <laughs> you've strongly recommended it it has phil hartman and sinbad which is just like you won't pay I to mean, watch phil hartman four dollars to watch a 1995 movie i just like i guess i should yeah. It was just like one of those movies that I feel like was on Comedy Central nonstop when we were kids. Like you couldn't <laughs> miss it. It has a seventeen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Now I know oh. I know not to trust Rotten Tomatoes on comedy, yeah, but that's nonsense. Um, I wonder what the the viewer rating is. Hold on, it's got to be way hold higher. Hold on, I'm pulling it up. Fifty five percent. I mean, that's a Quentin huge departure. difference. Yeah. Have you seen House yeah. Guests, Ellie? I mean, not since probably it came out. Yeah, I don't. I couldn't tell you anything it's about, but I'd probably pay four dollars if someone's like, "You really should watch it again." So, Do you, did like it's worth four dollars just for the record for everyone. <laughs> did wondering. did Simbad and Phil Hartman just roll from the set of Houseguest to Jingle All the Way? What was happening here? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I imagine it was the other way around, where it was like Jingle All the Way just blew the world away. And they were like, maybe the magic is Sinbad and uh, the magic. Phil Hartman. Yeah. <laughs> sure, I guess. It's got Jeffrey Jones. That guy's a scumbag. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, is Jeffrey Jones live? Yeah, he is. Okay. Um, anything else TV? I guess not. No. All right. Well, let's let's journey to the end here with movie. Interesting yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. Some good stuff. Yeah. Um, my top movie of the year is Inglorious Bastards. Mm. And hot! I'm putting together a special team. We're going to be doing one thing and one thing only. Killing Nazis. Sound good? Yes, sir! I'm going to assume you know who we are. Everybody in the German army's heard of you. You probably heard we ain't in the prisoner taking business. We in the killing Nazi business. And cousin, business is uh, booming. <laughs> um, yeah, great. My Within probably my top three Quentin Tarantinos, at least. Um, oh, sure. Love it. Uh, 
maybe his like i almost feel like looking at his stuff now i almost feel like he might have peaked here as far as like uh high budgets go and then has gone down a little bit not not that i don't think his stuff has been very good since but uh as far as he is concerned i i would say this uh, i don't know i love once upon a time in hollywood but um this movie just is you know even with the last line i do think it's kind of a masterpiece yeah, um, yeah it's it's amazing it's, yeah. um, and it, like in a lot of different ways like uh you know i like the action scenes and violence but like also there's like just the tension in some scenes oh man like when they're in the bar yes um and and i and uh the like nazi guy at the beginning like uh interrogating yeah 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 uh that whole thing and like the the scenery especially in that scene it's just like yeah those things together um is really just yeah interesting yeah it's a sort of world war ii epic for those who haven't seen it um ali have you seen inglorious pastries yeah it's my first pick Oh, cool. An American Secret Service outfit that is deep behind enemy lines. The Germans call them the bastards. These Yanks have been them the devil. We're all tickled to hear you say that. The Germans want her in a gala premiere. In attendance will be most of the German high command. You'll rendezvous with our double agent. She'll take it from there. You're getting us in that premiere. It's suicide. What else are we gonna do? Go home? So what's the plan? We punch those goons out, take their machine guns, and burst in there blasting. Yeah, um, this time, um, in, in my life, I, I was smoking a lot of weed and going to movies, and... And Jeff Dunham shows. <laughs> <laughs> Even I had standards then. <laughs> um, but, um, no, it's, um... The, the, I got really high for this one. Not gonna lie, and that opening scene, I thought my heart was gonna fight out <laughs> its chest, my yeah. chest. Like uh, it, the Christoph Waltz in that opening scene is is maybe the most in, one of the most intense scenes of any movie I've seen. Like yeah. it's just yeah. it's uh, it was captured so well. Um, and then of course the whole movie is great. I mean I love I, I, I love Brad Pitt's delivery yeah. and character in this. Um, I, uh, the Hugo Stiglitz thing, like still sticking to himself, like <laughs> Quentin Tarantino-esque, you know, like things that you love about that. Um, but I mean, just a, a an insanely impressive imp- performance by Christoph Waltz. Yeah, I yeah. I was enamored by this entire film, um, and everybody was all every every person in this film is just fantastic from beginning to end. I loved it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it is. It is a movie theater experience. I remember just like mm-hmm. kind of being pushed back in my seat. Like, uh, the, like you know, there are so many great scenes. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, um, I was just gonna say the one, one thing that slightly took me out of it for a moment was um, Mike Myers. Oh yeah, I always forget he's in it. He's in it for like five minutes, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like what the hell is that is a weird choice to have him like play this like british general yeah it's really (laughs) weird um yeah but no yeah great film um is it your all-time tarantino 
Like, what do you have a favorite Tarantino? Uh, I have to say Pulp Fiction. Okay. Um, just because of how it hit me, maybe when it hit me, even you know, just everything about that. Yeah. But, but this is—I mean, this is not far off. Okay. Allie, do you have a favorite Tarantino? It's really tough. I I agree. Um, that Pulp Fiction should be up there. Um, I think this is maybe the one I've rewatched the most. Yeah. So maybe yeah. it's my favorite. Yeah. I think uh, I, it's really tough. Yeah. I think it is. I think it's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Maybe one day we'll do a Tarantino episode. When his uh, last movie comes out, The Critic, or I think yeah, it's yeah, called yeah. The Critic. The movie critic, maybe. I've always wanted to the see a versus critic, yeah. between. Tarantino and like the Coen brothers, you know, like, Oh yeah. Well, fun category. Well, thank you for the segue, Ellie. Uh, sure. my favorite film of 2009 is the Coen brothers masterpiece. A wow. serious man. Could you cry? With all respect, Mr. Park, I don't think it's that. Yes. No, it would be a culture clash. If it were the custom in your land to bribe people for grades. Yes. So, you're saying it is the custom? No, this is a defamation. Ground for lawsuit. Let me get this straight. You're threatening to sue me for defaming your son? Yes. See, look, if it were defamation, there would have to be someone I was defaming him too. Or I... All right, I... Let's keep it simple. I could pretend the money never appeared. That's not defaming anyone. Yes. And uh, passing grade. Passing grade? Yes. Or you'll sue me. For taking money. So he did leave the money. This is defamation. It doesn't make sense. Either he left the money or he didn't. Please accept the mystery. Um, I, I, Andrew, don't even let me just let me gush for a second. Uh, this is it's hard to describe what this movie is. Uh, it's about a professor, a physics professor named Larry Gopnik, played by Michael Stuhlberg. Um, and, uh, his life just kind of falls apart. It's like a dark comedy in uh, the 60s where this guy is just like everything that could go wrong in his life goes wrong. It's, you know, kind of deeply set in his Jewish faith. Um, you know, on one of my favorite all-time film performances by Richard Kind uh, in this film, he plays Uncle Arthur. Um, yeah, set in like kind of the suburbs of 60s Minneapolis. Um, it's a very, very bleak movie, but also so funny. Um, and, uh, I've watched it countless, countless times. Wonderful to look at like cinema. Uh, I mean, it's shot by Roger Deakins, who's one of the all time greats. Um, I don't know. This movie is like hypnotizing to me. I love it. It's, I can't get enough of it really. Um, I haven't seen it and I really want to, mm-hmm. um, I won't lie; it's the four dollar barrier sure. thing. That <laughs> sure, sure. Gotten around to it, you know. It's it, uh, we call it the house guest rule on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, similar to house guest. Uh, <laughs> why I won't see a serious man? Uh, no, I just I I honestly wanted to try and watch it today, but I couldn't with work and stuff. Uh, and so, yeah, yeah um, see if it would have swayed my opinion. But I'll watch it eventually. Cool. Yeah. Let, when you do, let me let me know what you think. Okay. Um, yeah, I love, I love this movie. Andrew, have you seen it? Uh, yes, I've seen it. Okay. I think, I mean, I don't know if you remember. Do you remember the first time you saw it? Saw it. I saw it. Yeah, I do. 
I mean, I could swear that I saw it with you at a theater. Was uh, um, was Daniel there? Maybe. Okay, then yeah. I, mean, yeah, yeah. I don't remember much about it exactly. I just vaguely remember that. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure um, I dragged anybody I could. It, uh, it is excellent. I mean, I think it's crazy that, sort of crazy that you say it's the best movie of the year, but um, it is very good. And it's very, I think what I like about it the most is that it's like a singular yes like uh, world and completely realized yes uh where it feels totally absolutely real um while yeah while it's still it's very interesting like it feels real but there's like kind of this like there's there's something going on like under the surface right like something bigger like that's moving yeah. the events of the film but you can't quite put your finger on what it is and especially the way it ends it's just like so ominous um yes yeah uh yeah excellent movie for sure yeah yeah recommend yeah i mean i'm a i'm a i'm a coen brothers fanatic uh you know i read on them i listen to podcasts on them uh one day we'll do a i i don't know how we do a coen brothers podcast i don't know what the format is whether draft or auction or just Mm -mm. pick a movie or something but like you know i just these are always good good chances for me to kind of spew my love for them. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, shared. yeah, yeah. Cool, good. Um, close call. Uh, my t- official close call is the House of the Devil. You have to forgive me, Samantha, because I've not been completely honest. We're from the desert, you know. You see, we we actually don't have a child. They lied to you. I know. Okay, I know you're right. But it's four hundred dollars. This equals first month's rent, and then some. And all I have to do is sit inside and watch TV. This is huge. This one night changes everything for me. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, horror movie kind of um, uh, like witchcraft, I guess. Um, yeah. But really, it's like just the tension that's built throughout it. Uh, this like girl like takes a job babysitting for this weird family in this house, like in the middle of nowhere, and uh, it's just kind of like her being there at night, and weird stuff starts to happen. But uh, just I love the feel of this movie. It's like one of the only recent horror movies that I've watched like over and over again. Um, yeah, something about it. It's like. There's a little bit of humor to it too. Yeah. Um, but it's just like I think they really nail the whole feel of it, I guess. You know. It's, and it it's made to feel almost like um uh like it was made in the eighties or something. You just watch this. Ah, nice. Mm-hmm. Did you hate and? it? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't love it. Oh. Okay. Well sorry. No, fair, that's okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Greta Gerwig's in it though. Yeah, I think yeah. it's like one of her first movies. It. Yeah, um, yeah. This is by Ty West. He's a awesome, awesome uh, horror film director. Um, you know, most recently he's he's got this trilogy going of um, X, Pearl, um, and then there's another one coming out this year. Um, oh, yeah, that's him too. Okay, yeah, that's Ty West. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he made uh, Andrew. Did you see the Innkeepers? Yeah, yeah, that's another yeah. fun one. Um, but yeah. I really love House of the Devil. It's my number six. Uh, it was also Chris A's pick. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's kind of like a like a forgot. It's shot to look like a forgotten '80s horror movie. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the tall guy that's in it. I love him so. Tom Noonan. Yeah, Noonan. Tom Noonan. Yeah, he's really great in it. Um, yeah, he's excellent in everything. Yeah, yeah. X Files. uh, Oh man, yeah. Uh, Paper Hearts is that Paper Hearts? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Uh, Close call, Allie. Yeah, um, my close call is up. Hi there. <gasps> Did that dog just say hi there? Oh, yes. My name is Doug. I have just met you, and I love you. <laughs> my master made me this collar. He is a good and smart master, and he made me this collar so that I may talk. Squirrel! I don't know. Yeah. Just, mm. It's a great film, you know? Like, yeah. uh, well, beautifully well done, um fun story uh you know hits you with all the emotions and feels and who doesn't love doug (laughs) yeah you know yeah sucker i'm a sucker for a good boy he's a good boy um andrew have you seen up i know you sometimes you don't see all the pixar movies oh okay um that was probably like the last one that i saw uh maybe till now um yeah i I think i might have even seen it in the theater i can't remember why or who or whatever yeah i mean obviously those first 20 minutes are have become kind of classic mm-hmm. uh in animated film but um the whole thing is really just a funny fun adventure funny um yeah i think that's a good one yeah that's yeah. uh my, my number nine up is my nine um well let's hear what number two <laughs> could possibly well maybe be. you guys have heard of it it's ashley's pick it's scott's pick it was your favorite and Allie's favorite movie of the year, Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, never heard of it. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, we've, I mean, we've, we've spoken quite thoroughly on it. Uh, it's, it's so good. I mean, it. I think about it all the time. Even if I don't like turn it on to watch it, there'll like be something that pops in my head from it. Um, yeah. or like I, you know, I think uh, Brad Pitt's performance in it in particular is so funny. Um, I don't know. I often think about them pretending to be Italian at the theater at the end. I love that. <laughs> River Derchi is so good. <laughs> River Derchi. Um, yeah, it's such a such a funny movie. Um, uh, what else? What else? You guys want to shout out? Because I got a bunch here, but I want to just yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Moon. That one, Andrew. Moon was our most popular pick. Wow. It's my number it's my number four, but also Tim's pick, Colin's pick, and Kylie's pick. Crazy. Yeah. Sam Rockwell. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sam Rockwell. Allie, do you know this? I know of it and I haven't seen it. And it was oh, another okay. one I really wanted to try to watch before this, yeah. but it didn't happen. Great one. I think this one's excellent. On uh, Max, maybe. Ooh, oh, okay. Let me look. Go ahead, Andrew. Um uh science fiction movie. It's set on the moon. This guy's like harvesting something um but it's just like him kind of going crazy as he's uh doing this job and like thinking about the life that he left on earth and stuff and it goes in a very interesting direction yeah i won't spoil but uh it's sort of similar to in a way to um solaris Mm. you know that Mm -hmm. um anyway it's got a similar feel to that but it's really great sam rockwell's amazing as always yes. um 
yeah directed just by like... uh david bowie's son right oh yeah duncan yeah. jones <laughs> yeah um and I just looked it up. It's not on Max anymore. Unfortunately, it's three ninety nine. <laughs> House guest rule. <Damn. laughs> um, well, anyway, excellent sci fi movie. Um, really good. Also, this year, Watchmen. I really mm-hmm. like. Uh, I know it's kind of divisive, but I think it's very good. Um, good interpretation of the comics. Uh, drag me to hell oh yeah we saw that i know we saw that together yeah yeah, yeah that's good um yeah excellent horror sam raimi yep very good um the friday the 13th remake came out this year mm. um and it's pr- the first 15 minutes of it are like awesome like old school friday the 13th movies and then it's still interesting after that but it's you know goes downhill a little bit yeah. uh, but still good um zombie land um really fun that was vince's uh, pick nice yes uh world's greatest dad oh man the uh robin williams yeah, that's a that's it's that's a t- film man that's <laughs> it's yeah that's a lot that's a lot of movies <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh it's like simultaneously like as kind of down and depressing as it could be but also uh as like darkly hilarious as yeah. it could be that's a that's a bobcat goldwaith film yeah <laughs> <laughs> we know as uh the, the sand. sandman <laughs> um adventureland uh sherlock holmes i really like uh the rob zombie halloween 2 mm. that wanted to mention uh extract mm. uh the uh, that's uh so mike judge judge yeah yeah and uh funny people district 9 the harry potter and the half blood prince I, I mean i did watch the harry potter movies for what for, through these i guess uh whatever whatever works oh um, yeah i mean you know yeah. despite what you think about woody allen yeah yeah yeah, I know we saw that uh, at the at yeah. uh, the theater somewhere. Yeah, uh, yeah but uh, Larry David, I mean, sure. it's like the yeah. draw. Yeah, um, it's the new Star Trek, which yeah, that okay. was cool. That um, that was Clayton's pick. Nice, yeah. nice. Uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh yeah. Uh, the box. I think Hell we've yeah! Mentioned this before. We've talked about the box. <laughs> I'm here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty good. That's by uh, the guy who and... did uh, Donnie Darko. Oh, really? Pretty sure. I guess I didn't even realize. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's pretty much a Twilight Zone in yeah, a yeah. movie. Let me double check that. Yeah, Richard Kelly. Yeah. Huh. Wow. I guess I didn't know. Interesting. Um, and uh, one more gigantic. If you know what of is that. gigantic. Um, is that they might got... be giants? No, oh. <laughs> it, it it's got uh, Paul Dano and oh. um, Zoe Deschanel and uh, what's his name? John Goodman. Weird. Oh wow, that sounds hmm. sweet. Interesting. Weird movie. He like works at a mattress um, store or something, and like. It's like him trying to decide if he should adopt uh, Paul Dano trying to decide if he should like do- adopt a 
Chinese baby. Wow, that's interesting. Uh, that's only got a thirty-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So. <laughs> well, but it's free. Rotten Tomatoes. It's free. <laughs> know what they're talking about. Um. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, other movies you wanted to shout out, Ali? Uh, yeah. Andrew covered quite a bit there, but I got um, Crazy Heart. Uh, oh, the soundtrack's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, film was okay. It wasn't. Um, I was. I think I, I hyped it up more in my head when I was getting ready because I really love um, Jeff Bridges. Um, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, I think it was a fun one. Mm, yeah. You know, Bill Hader, yeah. a couple other really great folks in that. Um, and then I, I I enjoyed them, the originals, the, the original films at least, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo and mm. the Fire. I thought yeah. they were well done. Yeah. Um, I'll just rattle off some here. Uh, there was Big Fan with Patton Oswald. Not like the most cheerful movie, but oh, I liked, yeah. it was a big, kind of a, big swing for him i felt mm-hmm. um there's a wild horror film from that year orphan <laughs> uh yeah yeah uh observe and report which is done by the same gang who does like all the like eastbound and vice mm-hmm. principles uh that was with seth rogan i love you man uh Coraline. i really liked Coraline. that was a cool movie uh documentary called anvil the story of anvil um, which is a uh, metal band from Canada that had been like trying to make it. Um, the documentary just kind of follows them. Uh, Andrew, I think you mentioned it. it was also Kev's pick. Uh, my number seven was Adventureland. Um, nice. Mentioned House of the Devil. Number five, great British comedy in the Loop. Yeah, you don't like in the Loop? I, or actually, excuse me, that's about... my number four. But go ahead, yeah. I know you talked about it. Um, I I tried. I, I did watch it mm. and. I just didn't like it just I don't know it was like too dense for me or something like I couldn't connect with got it, it. okay that's all right that's all right uh and my number three we haven't mentioned it gentlemen broncos <laughs> have you guys seen it <laughs> I, I don't think so I know you've talked about it I don't think I've seen it. oh this is uh the same guys who made Napoleon Dynamite um gentleman broncos is about a kid who wants to be like a comic book artist so he goes to this like conference uh and uh jermaine clement is like the main sci-fi writer there actually not like a comic he wants to be a sci-fi writer um and uh jermaine clement is like the main speaker mike white's in this sam rockwell uh jennifer coolidge um really great cast and uh so dry and so funny um it's like it's it's a lot like napoleon dynamite except i think the story is like uh just a little and a little more is going on and uh you know jermaine clement here gives a performance for the ages need thou not be afraid for we can turn a humdrum forgettable name like nebuchadnezzar into something magical like this. Nebuchadnezzar. <coughs> and it's that easy. We can add Onius, Inus, or Anus to just about anything, and it becomes magical. You, give me the name of one of your central protags. Franco. What is he? A centaur? No. Does he shapeshift into equine form ever? No, he's just a man. Well, then, I would 
I would lose the C immediately, and I'd replace it with an L, Bronlonius. <laughs> it's got a twenty. It's got a twenty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Don't listen to it. Don't <laughs> listen to it. Although it is, I mean, it is, it, it it's in the house guest uh, category here. Uh, unfortunate i mean germaine it's amazing and um uh the name is amazing gentlemen broncos yeah (laughs) you haven't seen it andrew oh this movie's gonna change your life (laughs) okay it's right up listen 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 to the definite uh listen to the synopsis here when a teenage uh when a teenager attends a fantasy writer's convention to meet his idol he discovers his idea for a book is stolen by the novelist and passed as his own essentially this guy Jermaine clement like steals this teenager's book idea because he thinks it's so good um i don't know yeah i love it yeah i'm gonna check it out good 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 um all right did you guys have ferguson's i had a big ferguson big ferguson um my ferguson for this year is dragon ball evolution um probably i don't know how many people listening are also dragon ball z fans but i loved dragon ball z when in like middle school whatever um and this this live action movie came out this year and it was just like the inexplicably bad um like they completely changed everything in it uh just like kind of did their own thing um so anyway terrible the guy who wrote it actually like maybe 10 years ago now or something wrote uh like open letter that he was sorry for writing it and like that he put no effort into it (laughs) and it was just like a payday and he feels really bad about it and uh so anyway terrible the worst never seen it but that that's pretty funny that he apologized for it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Allie, do you have a ferguson uh yeah i have two um my official ferguson is avatar mm, yeah um, i just uh i thought it was really unoriginal didn't love it um hated the hype around it yeah and then uh also blindside just white saviory mm. didn't just not my thing yeah yeah uh avatar was on my list here also like just totally underwhelmed i actually started trying to watch the new one on uh max and uh, within 10 minutes i had to turn it off because i was like i just can't watch this Uh, um i mean the 3d thing was cool it was like being at one of those rides at a you know in an amusement park or something i guess um (laughs) man there's a lot of bad movies paul blart uh i think it's paul blart 2 or i don't know no 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 it's probably paul blart one uh mall cap um knowing do you guys know this movie with nick cage oh it was like a end of the world type yes thing, right? i never saw very it. very bad i mean i love nick cage don't get me wrong but uh this movie was atrocious uh yeah kind of an apocalypse type movie um and uh my worst movie experience i wanted to point out was uh, at a theater i should say was seeing public enemies with johnny depp with, uh, where he plays um uh, D- dillinger um yeah and uh i saw this in washington dc i was trying to kill time 
and uh, I went to this theater that's like attached to where the Washington Wizards play, and uh, um, it was like very early. It was like kind of an early showing, and uh, number one, the movie stunk. But like uh, about an hour into it, this like blaring fire alarm went off, and then they had to like escort us all out of the theater. And and then that was like 30 minutes because the fire department had to come and then they restarted the showing. Uh, but then like for like about 10 minutes, there was no sound like the film was playing, but there was like no talk. It was just like everything that could go kind of wrong. <laughs> the film experience was going wrong and the movie was bad. It was just like, <laughs> like not a great situation. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um one other one that I just want to mention before we move on uh, that I think needs to be mentioned is X-Men Origins Wolverine. Mm. Uh, I think the lowest point of the X-Men movies like pretty easily. Yeah. And was pretty bad all around the whole like Deadpool thing, not making any sense <laughs> whatsoever. Uh, just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. There was, I mean, listen, there was a lot of bad. I think blind sides are really astute. Uh, <laughs> I'd forgotten about that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Lacey picked a movie I'd never heard of called The Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. Hmm. Documentary. Oh, okay. Okay. Good. Good. Mm-hmm. I think good. It's interesting. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll check that out. Uh, Marley picked My Sister's Keeper. Nikki picked 500 Days of Summer. Shay picked Night at the Museum, Battle of the Smithsonian. Um, Corey picked The Hangover. First time I ever went to a midnight showing on release day. Pack feeder, great memory. I was going to say, we haven't talked mm-hmm. about Hangover, but that was kind of the comedy phenomenon that, that year, um, leading to a probably ill-advised trilogy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joseph picked a movie called Mr. Nobody. Uh, Mel picked Up in the Air, another uh, George Clooney vehicle. I saw that. Yeah, actually. Did you like it? It was fine. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, mean, fine. Yeah. Uh, and Josh picked the princess and the frog. Um, so huh. there's a couple picks there. Uh, I was, you know, Twilight, the Twilight saga is going on at this point. Um, oh. Harry Potter, of course. Never seen a Twilight. No. Yeah. It's beautiful. Just go outside at like dawn. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Allie's like, give me the thing. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we just end this. <laughs> can we just end that? What's that from? What's that from, Mom? Can we just end this? Oh, uh, Twilight Zone. It's a good life. <laughs> no. <laughs> Will somebody <laughs> just end this? Right. <laughs> uh, I mean, obviously, we can't leave without talking Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. <laughs> sure. I, I only saw the first <laughs> Transformers. <laughs> um, all right. Anything more movies? I guess not. Uh, you know the top grossing. Oh, yeah. Yes. yeah. We've yeah. gathered. I, isn't it like one of the... Is it the top grossing movie of all time, Avatar? Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe the new one's higher. It's way yeah. up there, though. Yeah. Well, uh, obviously, we got one more thing here to do before we wrap up. And that's a little sports recap, baby. Uh, uh, Allie, how closely? I know you like wrestling. Do you follow? Yeah. Is there is there certain leagues you follow more than others? 
Um, I mean, my, my dad played in the NFL, so sports were a big part of my life. Yeah. Um, so I, I follow the NFL pretty well, NBA mostly pretty well. Um, find baseball boring. Yeah. Uh, Do you have teams? Like, are there teams you cheer for? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Oregon native, so Portland Trailblazers sure. are my team. Yeah. And then, um, because we don't have an NFL team, I've always been a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. Oh, okay. Uh, we got a NBA championship for the Los Angeles Lakers over the Orlando Magic, four games to one. In the NFL, we got a championship for Pittsburgh. The Pittsburgh Steelers defeat the Arizona mm-hmm. Cardinals, 27 to 23. Um, the World Series that year is won by the New York Yankees over the Philadelphia Phillies, four games to two. And in the NHL, we have a we have two two championships this year for Pittsburgh. Uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins uh, defeat the Red Wings four games to three. Another exciting year in sports. <laughs> and that wraps up 2009. Uh, just like a, I don't know, not a bad year. Not my favorite year, but plenty of stuff yeah. to like. I think like a surprisingly good year in television. Usually I feel like mm-hmm. I'd never walk away feeling like TV's that great, but this year was really good. Yeah, some good stuff. Yeah, I felt strong, mostly strong about the music. Uh, it, was a, it was a good year for me. Okay. Yeah, you you love you you love that bad company. Good metal year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't stop humming it. Yeah. That and Andrew you party party in the USA. Andrew, did you listen to it today by any chance? No, maybe I should. I should have, I guess, before I <laughs> before <laughs> <laughs> it. slandered. Um, My, wait for that Miley Cyrus uh, lawsuit. I I used to host trivia, and that song everybody was into. <laughs> Well, listen to that. There it is. Listen to this guitar tone. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, wait for it. Mm. Yeah, you did. Oh. Holy shit. I mean, do you want me to stop? Because I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> Ellie's like, get me out of here. No, <laughs> Hold on, we gotta get to the court. Taxi man, baby. Hold on. Here we go. Yes, it was. Never heard of Jay-Z. Wow, wow. Okay. God. Okay, so uh, yeah, I don't know. Any other, <laughs> Andrew? Any final thoughts? Um, no. You know, good year. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, better than bad. For sure. <laughs> a wrong year. A ringing right. endorsement. Better than bad. It's good. I wouldn't say like I I'm dying to go back to 2009 for any particular reason. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that sounds like a good '90s band. Better than bad, hmm. or maybe I'm thinking of Better Than Ezra. I don't know. Were you who? Someone sent me that Norm Macdonald joke, the Better Than Ezra joke. Was that Brett? Maybe, <laughs> probably. Hey, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's funny. <laughs> Uh, but okay, well, that was it. Was a bunch of fun to talk. Oh, nine. <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> 
Um, <laughs> what, what are we up to next, Andrew? Uh, next episode, we're going to Hold on, to hold be... on. Everybody listen. Listen closely. This is a big one. Yeah. Yeah. Next time <laughs> on, the, on the Patreon, we're going to be talking the Polaris album. Mm-hmm. Music from the Adventures of Pete and Pete. Wow. An album track by track we're gonna we're gonna go through this thing this was requested by our friend scott um probably overdue i mean yeah we've definitely talked about Mm -hmm. players a lot but it'd be fun to kind of go song by song um and and look at it um yeah the microscope definitely uh yeah important album just no doubt I think it's a it's a thing that kind of connects a lot of people uh, in our kind of who like BOC. And um, so I'm going to try to post something on Patreon where people can either leave like audio reviews of maybe something they'd want to say about certain songs or, you know, uh, yeah. the feedback through written response. And we'll try to share uh, people's thoughts on the songs. Um, but uh, yeah, love this album. If you haven't checked it out. Yeah. Music from the Adventures of Pete and Pete go check it out uh, oh you know what uh you know that podcast i like with vanessa bayer uh, how we got weird yeah uh, they just had danny tamborelli on oh well and it was okay. it was a really really good might conversation have to give them a chance finally. yeah yeah it's a good con- it's a good conversation um so yeah shut that out uh in the meantime if you want to get a hold of us we're on instagram at orange couch podcast you can email us at orange couch podcast at gmail.com and of course we are on patreon now um andrew you just sent out the newest uh betty ann tier little kind of just a little fun a little fun game yeah i think it's cool yeah no yeah. <laughs> at least it's something that i thought i might want you know yeah no no, no. try to go back i think it's fun uh we will be hooking up our betty ann tier more throughout the year uh if you're in the betty ann tier you can always request what you want to hear we had someone just you know, they didn't want to be on the episode, but they gave us a topic they wanted to hear about, or you could join us. Um, and uh, yeah, I, uh, that's where you can find us. Um, Allie, thank you so much for joining us in the year 2009. Yeah, good to go back. Really <laughs> yeah. Man. I, yeah, I had a good time just reflecting on the year itself. And uh, yeah. Before we go, Allie, anything else to shout out? Oh, uh, yeah. So uh, if you've been listening for the last over year that I've been guessing on that, uh, I mentioned I started doing stand up comedy um, and it has really taken off for me uh, in a lot of ways. So um, I have a few sets online uh, on my on a YouTube. You can watch full sets of mine. Um, if you go to at Ali J is gay, all one word, A-L-L-Y-J-I-S-G-A-Y. Uh, I'm on Instagram and I have links to my sets. Um, I did some storytelling and I want a moth story. So that's online as well. Um, so, you know, I just hope folks check it out because I think I'm doing pretty well. And, uh, you know, that's all I got to say about it. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And impressive. Uh, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. If you're Portland, come see me live because I, I run a mic and a show and uh, doing lots of stuff in Portland in seattle do you have like a specific place you're you tend to be at or um yeah i host my own show um called hear you loud and queer and it's a it's a queer comedy show um that is at shilling cider house in portland and then we also do one at luster pearl in portland so it's a two venues you get a chance to see 
Um, but I'm 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 all over the place in Portland and Seattle. So if you're in the Northwest, find me out. Come see me at a show. Come say hi. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Cool. But why won't uh, Allie, Why won't the people? on instagram select I keep wondering snl draft because it is i want i think it's one of the better episodes we've done and people just won't vote for it <laughs> i don't know why either what a fun topic and that was one of the, that was a very fun episode to do yeah so y'all are missing out by continuing to to, <laughs> to skip over this Shun one this. yeah i mean i'm gonna yeah. keep posting it i'm not like gonna yeah. stop but uh you know <laughs> i guess if people want to hear about animorphs or whatever like that's another Maybe it's your mm. posting. Me? Too often. Maybe it's like it's gotten in people's heads, like in the back of their head, they're like, this isn't good because he's posting it every time. No. I'm posting it every time because I know like people should hear it. I know, but I'm I'm just saying, you know, you have those yeah. thoughts sometimes. <laughs> this isn't an ad for joining the Patreon though. I mean <laughs> yeah. we've had some good ones. Oh like, man. Drunk review of Ernest Scared Stupid. All the all the drunk reviews of Are You Afraid of the yeah. Dark? I mean Yeah, horror movie draft was fun. <laughs> Uh, I mean, listen, I could talk all day about old lady ghosts having to go pee. (laughs) 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 It's a real issue. Um, All right, we've rambled. Andrew, close us out. Yeah, great episode. Good place, good year to visit. And uh, we hope we'll see all you natural fibers. Is there like is there something you need to get off your chest on Tom H- Tom Hanks because like this is it? <laughs> oh, <laughs> call him out now. <laughs> if you're listening, Tom, no, uh, I, I I don't. I, I've said what I said about Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> There's no redeeming him for me. Uh, where I'm at, wow. He's not he's not. I'm not calling him out on my like my routine or anything but i have strong, <laughs> strong feelings about mr hanks so andrew do you like tom hanks oh yeah what's your he is made fire <laughs> um, my god the guinea pigs are going <laughs> wild <laughs> um yeah yeah um all right well uh our Bean, be quiet. <laughs>